Thursday it is. The morning sickness. It's 545. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. Brett. Big Dick Toledo. And off we go. Uh, Glory. It's kind of chilly. Did you ride the bike today? No. That's, I walked outside. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm taking the car. I, I got it. I was like, man, I'm, yeah. I kept. I couldn't get warm. It was 46 when I walked yeah. out the door. Like, I, I think I've I've adapted the wrong way to the cold. I was cold this morning. So I was, I was thinking, like, I bet you if Brett decided to ride that bike, he's about a third of the way from regretting every minute of it. <laughs> And you didn't. Smart no. move. Yeah, it's chilly, so. I put the Drake on came in this morning. Yeah, you, we oh, saw you. you in, uh, we yeah. saw you in your uh, evil Michelin man outfit. This black Michelin man thing. Yeah, your Drake outfit is awesome. I saw the, that's the hanging there, and I'm like, well, there was no, I couldn't get into the office. Because as uh, Brady's puffy coat hung on the back of the chair, <laughs> I couldn't get around the chair, so I just went in the other room. Uh, I, I, everything about life uh, balances out. I think it's hilarious. Antonio Brown yesterday, I, I've been reading nothing but football stuff because I'm addicted to the offseason more than I am the season. What my Steelers are going to do, even paying attention to what the Cardinals are going to do, everybody throws What kind that. of DUIs oh, we're looking out in the future? Naked guys running around. It's been great. The NFL has had an awesome The guy's working out an hour later. He's naked. He's throwing stuff. Uh, but uh, Antonio Brown went on a podcast yesterday, and all the news came back that are like, Antonio Brown, you know, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. It goes back to what we're always saying. And Antonio Brown might help everybody in the mental health conversation finally come back to what I've been saying the whole time. Now, I've suffered from anxiety, panic attacks. I've had all that stuff. It's mental health. You have to deal with it. If you have it, you have to deal with it. You can't wander around and say, everything I do is because of this. It just can't. Antonio Brown is going on a crusade to tell everybody, Ain't nothing wrong with me. Quit talking about my mental health. I'm fine. And what I've said for a long time is sometimes people are just assholes. And when they act like that, we should be able to say it. Terry Bradshaw got talked to by Fox. All these people came down on him for going, put him in a straitjacket. Remember that? Oh, he's got mental health issues. Well, the guy with him refuses to say he's got him. Says, Bruce Arians told me to get the F out. I got the F out. I don't know what's wrong. Why everybody thinks I've got mental problems. Maybe he's just an asshole. And that that gives me great comfort going forward that sometimes you can point at a guy and go, that dude's bananas and is acting like an asshole. And nobody has to go, well, you're a jerk for not wanting his mental health to get better. I don't care about anybody else's mental health. I got to worry about my own. And here's the problem with saying, oh, this asshole over here at the Circle K is going crazy. I better go approach him and see if I can help. Is you might be wrong, and he might be a uh, suicidal or uh, murderous asshole, and you're on the other end of a bad beating. It's perfect. Pointing out the crazies in school was why we had special ed. That's all changed now to be like, no, we're helping. No, it used to be to get the kid out of class that was driving everybody nuts. You never had to go to special ed. You were quiet. Were you quiet in school? Uh, no, I ran my mouth a lot, but uh, Italian. That's about it. But yeah. I mean, like, you weren't one of those guys that was like, messing things up. No, I wasn't hanging out with Gully and the guys. Right. The guys that everybody's like, he's going to end up in the special ed classes. It used to be a threat that if you were uh, acting like a dick, they'd put you in special education. And now it's for mental health. Mental health. Nope. Antonio Brown has fixed it by saying, nothing wrong with me. And keep keep saying it. And now Terry Bradshaw was right. And uh, Michael Strahan was right for going, this guy's crazy. You don't want him on your team. And we can get back to calling crazy people crazy in our opinion, without it being some sort of a woke world that every time you say some guy's crazy and acting like an asshole, you're the jerk for doing it. I love it. Back to name-calling and shaming. The way this country used to work. Do you think he uh, was doing any positioning for uh, uh, 
pending lawsuit uh, with the team. You got me. Same, because, uh, you know, he's torn off the field because he was told to get off the field. Well, beyond that, positioning or otherwise, if if he's smart and he's positioning for a lawsuit, he's going to play the mental health card all day. He's going to say, I'm sick. They never took care of me. I was playing hurt. My mind's not right. I mean, yeah. he has a better lawsuit if he goes down the road that everybody's saying he should go down, which is, I oh, was you're, telling him my you're ankle. sick, you're sick. Yeah. I'm not but, sick. Yeah, I, it is, it, yeah. if he said it, my ankle, I was playing physically hurt, and mentally, I need help, would be an amazing lawsuit. That would make the Buccaneers look terrible, and especially if he just said, I asked people on the team for help, and they didn't give it to me. Oh, my God, the lawsuit would be huge. No, he's going on, he's going on podcasts saying, I'm 100% mentally, I'm fine. I just hated it there. I'm I hated, here. I hated Bruce Arians, and uh, he told me to leave, and I did it. So Bruce it, got slapped with a 50 grand fine. For, kicking. for slapping the guy's yeah, helmet. That was pretty good. He hit a guy. But even beyond that, just let's get back to the idea that when you Dang. see somebody acting like an idiot, you can say they're an idiot without being the bad guy. I love that. I did it the other day. It's a sink or swim thing. I'm at that uh, quick trip again, and some dude's wandering around, and I'm like, he probably has mental health issues. Not my problem. And he's walking towards me, and I just turn towards him, and I'm like, you stop. Huh? I just wanted to know. I'm like, just stop, turn around, go the other way. Because he was like coming right at me. I'm like, I don't need you in my life. I don't. And, you know, he's acting crazy. Sink or swim. I assess the situation. I push it crazy away. And guess what? I'll do it every time. If somebody came in this building and acted crazy, I'm not going to walk up to him and go, you know what? I'm going to take you in to the boss's office and we're going to talk about your mental health and we're going to get you some help. Uh uh. Dude wandering around in this place looks crazy. I got my elbows up. I'm ready to start going, and I'm going to try to get away from him or get him out of here. Those high are the kick. two things. Yeah, high kicks. Big-time rib shots. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about is this crazy guy's not going to get me. Calling crazy crazy has always been beneficial to the non-crazy people. Remember when we fired that one guy and he went a little crazy? Rob? Yeah. Oh. Remember we fired? You weren't here. I wasn't here, but I heard the stories. We cleared the building. Yeah. We didn't go out and try to help him with his mental health. He stood in the parking lot and sobbed. And then started to rage, and then sat back down. So everybody like, I he's don't know coming if he's, back. He's coming back. Call in. the police. We got the women out of there. We were bringing cars around front to pick people up away from the back of the building where he was hanging around. Nobody out. Nobody goes outside and says, "Can I help you with your mental health?" He was showing signs of being a Looney Tunes. We were going to call the cops. Let them handle it. They got guns at least. If Brett was there, we just say, "Hey Brett, we gotta send you out. We gotta get you out there and, and get Rob home and bring your gun." He goes nuts. Finish him. I got this. It's it's crazy how, how the worm turned on everybody. You're supposed to assess nutty, stupid behavior. That's the way we were taught as kids. Stranger danger. If somebody's acting nuts, you walk away from them. You recognize crazy. And as now in this new world and this adult world we live in, you recognize crazy. And you're a bad guy for saying so. Here's uh, another factor in the crazy side of it. I heard a story yesterday. Uh, a buddy of mine was um, getting, you always hear those side uh, reactions to medications. Sure. Side He's getting, um, they're trying to figure out what kind of blood pressure medicine to put him on. Okay. So he's going to one, the first round, tries this one out, and a friend of his comes over and brings lunch. And they're sitting at the uh, table in his house, and he just take the, he took the pill, looks out in the front yard, and he's like, what is the UPS guy? He's looking, and he's UPS guy stops, gets out of the car, and takes the packages and hides them under the bush. This is what your yard. friends say. This is what he's saying. He's like, what? And he's like, he's getting pissed off. The guy's hiding packages. He goes out 
to the front yard to get the UPS guy, and there's nothing there. And his friend... He's hallucinating UPS deliveries? Yes. I do that sometimes. <laughs> but in that the UPS crazy, guy here? I just but, want to anticipate. What I'm talking about now, you add that in, the yeah. medication that people... Well, sure. <laughs> you find out the side effect, you can say, oh my... Right. And that's on his family... Or whoever he's with to say, I think the meds are making you see stuff. Oh, they did. I mean, that's, but a lot of times, you know, he's by himself. He lives alone? Yeah. Oh. And he's your friend? Yeah. It's on you, pal. <laughs> that's why his friend, Either, his you got friend two came over. Well, he did. They found him like, oh, I better, we better dock. Yeah. We might want to change this medicine up. Oh, I thought you said we better dock. Don't dock with no. him. That's not going to help. <laughs> I see what you're saying. He that's went a, back to the doctor. Odd Brady pause. <laughs> We better dock. You need some help. Oh, my God. You're going to dock. Uh, yeah, that's on you as a friend to do two things. Risk it or abandon ship. And guess which one I'm choosing. So long, Looney Tunes. Peace Enjoy out. your fake packages. Call me when you get your medicine straight. I don't like that idea at all. Is that I have to? I had a friend who went nuts, tried to kill himself years and years ago, cutting his own head off. He was delusional. He saw... He saw celebrity images that were telling him he was the most important thing in the world and the typical standard textbook psychotic. And uh, couldn't get his meds right when he got better. And then uh, the day I decided not to uh, not to contact him anymore, I was like, I'm just going to stay off the meds. I, I think I can balance this myself. <laughs> oh, oh, adios, friendo. I'm not hanging around that for the and, day that top falls there off. there lies a little scenario of uh, you hear about these stories. A lot of these people always are uh, loners. A lot of well, sure. That, that, and they're like, you're coming in by yourself. Well, let's give you some meds. They're loners for How a reason in a lot of situations. Meds are- a lot of the times they're loners because they've been goofy their whole lives, and people are like, well, I'm not going to hang around this much anymore. We're supposed to be able to recognize weird behavior. You know how dogs sometimes just know when a person isn't right? Ever have a, a friendliest dog in the world? And you're oh, gonna, yeah, they have that vibe. Know, look at like, like, something's yep. not right with this guy, and a dog will know. We have it, too. We've just chosen to ignore it because it makes us jerks to point out Looney Tunes. Point out Looney Tunes is something we should never lose as a society. Now, what you do after the fact, that's it. But I think pointing out Looney Tunes as a stranger, imperative. As a family member, that's when you start kicking in. If Terry Bradshaw looks at Antonio Brown acting like a lunatic and says, that guy needs to be in a straitjacket, the rest of the world needs to say, absolutely. Oh, but it vilifies mental health. Maybe you shouldn't act like that then. Maybe maybe that wouldn't vilify it as much. Maybe the guy doing the acts is vilifying mental health by being nuts. But it turns out, by his own admission, he's nothing more than an asshole, and we can call him that all day long. Oh, I knew that the whole time. I'm not even a doctor. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a fact, and it's I love that he's doing it because it kills the whole uh, self righteous, almost pious nature of the NFLs. We're here for the mental health, and I hope he gets all the help he needs. And you know, maybe he was just mad at you. Maybe it's the same thing as when if I'm mad at Brett and I call him a horrible homo f word right in the middle of our fight. It's not that I hate all gay people, so I disparage the entire group of them with a slur. Currently, I'm mad at Brett, and I want to hurt Brett's feelings. So I'll say horrible things I know will make Brett mad, and that would probably hit a button if I started to go down that road and, you know, if we were in a big fight and stuff, right? I'm going to call you terrible names. You dumb Sicilian. Whoa, <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah, I know he's not. It doesn't There's mean I, edge right. there. I don't. Yeah, you Sicilian pile of garbage. You're there, acting pal. like a Sicilian. Yeah, what's wrong with you? See, this is what we're talking about. Now, look what it does. Brady and I don't hate Sicilians. I couldn't spot a Sicilian. I mean, I probably could. They're the Italians that eat out of the garbage. But, I mean, I couldn't spot a Sicilian uh, other than that if they weren't acting like that. 
but I know it would bother him. So, boom, I punch him in the nose to where it hurts you. We got to get out of this hole. Oh, if you say something, you've made the entire... Everyone who's got it is so weak that they can't defend themselves. The world needs to step up and, and punch back. No, no, no. We need to be able to be mad at each other individually. We need to keep them individual. And if you got a loony in your house, me, anybody else, I, I've been a loony. I've been a loony. Uh, it's up to the people closest to you to take care of that. Not the people looking out for themselves, looking at you going, hey, this guy might not be playing with a full deck. I'd be, I should stay away. I highly recommend that with you, Brady. If the dude's hallucinating uh, UPS packages to start, the next thing you know, he's like, UPS guy's got a gun! Yep. Yeah, you know, you never know. So you suggest to the people closest to him, get him uh, some help. I'm out until you do. I did it with my buddy. Stayed off his meds. I'm like, you need to, last words I said, you need to stay on the meds and you need to make sure you're doing all right. Because you, you tried to hurt yourself real bad once because you weren't right. Yeah, my buddy the Riddler went off the meds. That's what it's trouble. called. I was, la- you know, a couple years ago. Yeah. And he stopped like, I think I'm fine. You're not because the meds made you feel Let fine. Let go of that man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Immediately put that person down. Ah, damn meds. What was the thing? What was the phrase when you saw somebody acting crazy? Oh, he's off his meds. Oh, yeah. Right. We're built. Before that, we used to uh, make up with it. He's going postal. Right. It's it's innate in normal people to have that switch go off when you see crazy. You're su- we're supposed to recognize unfavorable situations. It's in our bodies. It's human nature to go, this isn't right. Yeah, we call it instinct. You call it, you know, intuition, whatever you want to call it. It's in our bodies to sit and go, I don't like this. And you might be wrong, but it's, uh, you know, self-preservation to know that lunatics aren't to be dealt with. Although I will say this. Yesterday, I was confronted with something, and this was my tactical black training kicking in. About a 400-pound man, Tongan, big, long ponytail, approaches me up here at, uh, it was like 44th Street, and I guess it's McDowell. There's Chevron. Yeah. Huge. I'm collecting money for the Tongan tsunami relief. Like, car to car? But he was so big, I'm like, hold on, let me see if I got anything. Here, Here's everything I have. I didn't turn my back on him or anything. I, just, I don't have any cash in the car, but maybe I'll go in and get some Funyuns and some change and hand that over. That's okay. Thanks for thinking. And he just keeps walking, and I'm like, all right. Chalk that one up to life experience, John. You are afraid of Tongans. <laughs> Scared to death of the guy. He was huge. Size of the size of the man doesn't matter in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the man. But that dude was too big to worry about that kind of stuff right there. He would have broke me in half if I wasn't looking. So I almost gave to the Tongan relief effort. I didn't even know they were in trouble, to be honest with you. I knew that they had some flooding things. I didn't know how bad it was. Well, they got crushed. Ah, who knew? Isn't that kind of Tonga in Australia's problem? Do I have to worry about that sitting on McDowell and 44th Street? Now my money's going to go to some giant, and I, I have to trust that that $5 is going to head over to Tonga? I really don't believe that, that there's a conversion rate. Right. some H over there. <laughs> right. Yes. right on that corner. He's not on H. <laughs> no. He wanted to buy ho-hos. This no. dude was massive. I, I think he's $5 short of a pig that he wanted to roast. He was huge. Asking for Tongan relief effort. I'm like, geez, that's a stretch. I mean, could we keep it a little closer than... 10,000 miles for my money to help. I like to keep it within a kind of a 100-mile radius. He's the Tongan Sally's Struthers or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for just $5, you can help all Tonga Takalua leak. Okay. Takalua, what? Here's five bucks. Go away. There's an unbelievable, you're right, there's a, a 
amazing pig roast going on Is somewhere there? this weekend. Oh, yeah, for the Tongans? Yeah. <laughs> you know about a few, don't you? Oh, yeah. Brady's going to help the Tongans single-handedly. <laughs> One slice at a time. And, Brady, I have to, uh, on that note, say that uh, I had to take you over to that Tongan guy because he needs you, too. Because I'm not going to sit there alone. If I ever go back in that area, I'm bringing a friend. Crazy needs to be pointed out. That's all I'm saying. Start your day recognizing you need to prejudge every human being you don't know. Period. And not based on color. You do it anyway. But, of course you do. But magnify it. Everybody is judgmental. Well, I don't see color. or You see behavior, and then you tie in situation. Are you the fish out of water? Check that box. Whoops. Are there 55 Mexicans standing around making you uncomfortable and you're a white woman? Check that box. Are there 55 white guys standing around and you're a black man? Check that box. Whenever you're a fish out of water, you get nervous. Period. Are you a Sicilian in and amongst good Italian people? Better not be. (laughs) See? You don't want to check that box, Sicilian. Run. He ain't going to find out. (laughs) Yeah. Are you walking around asking for $5 at a time dressed like you're at a Hawaiian luau, making people nervous at the Chevron? Check that box. That was me. That's like a Hawaiian. <laughs> he, he did. I might as well have a grass skirt <laughs> <on>. ukulele. And- <laughs> What's going on over here? I don't know if Tongans do that. I assume that's how little I know. I can't give money to that. I know Tongans from a TV show from Australia. Uh, I can't remember. It was uh, Jonah. It was a, a comedian named Chris Lilly who does these incredibly funny characters, and he did this Tongan kid who got sent to his aunt and uncle's house in Australia because he was just an intolerable teenager. And like, we're going to move you out and get... To, it was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air without money. Uh, we hate you in Tonga. Go live with your aunt and uncle. And it was hilarious. But that's the only thing I learned from Tonga. You learned him. another thing in the 90s, the Jets. Oh, they were Tongan. I always yeah. thought they were Puerto Rican. Yeah, I think you're no. the one who told me they were Tongan. I didn't care. I'm sorry, Tonga. I, think of, I don't think of you that much. I know there's all human rights and things like that with flooding. And, geez, that must be rough. I just had to look it up. I didn't even know where the hell it was. Way, I, mean, I knew it was over way there. Over but, there. Yeah. Like it's a, it's the, it's a flyover island to Australia. And I've been on the flight to Australia. About eight hours into that, you're halfway there, and you start realizing I don't care about anything. I just crashed this thing. I went off the plane. To any flight over 13 hours, and this one is, is not a day you want to have. It's just mis- It's the only reason I won't go back to Australia. They gotta figure out a flight that they gotta move that thing in. Yeah, it's you told me so about that one. Like, same thing with, uh, I think Singapore is like twenty two oh, or something. Not no, worth it at all. No, if if you go to Australia, stop in Hawaii, spend a couple of days, and then take the ten hours from there. It's miserable that flight. Australia is worth it. I loved it there, but man, that the day two days before you gotta come back, and you're like, oh. You got to get on that plane again in a couple days, and you've already been on it once. Oh, nightmare! The worst. Sixteen something. We we had a headwind or something. I don't know. We had tropical storms. We had to dodge. It took forever. Miserable. Five meals. Five movies. And they start showing the movies. There's five movies, and they start showing them again because they finish all five. And they're like, well, here they are again. We only brought five movies. I mean, who brings more than five movies on a roadie? I'd no, say the awful. biggest Tongan population is in uh, Mesa and Gilbert. There's some Tongans. Yeah. There is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mormons love, LDS. Mormons love Tongans because they play fly. They set up on that BYU. island years ago. Look at Washington and BYU and Idaho. Heavy Mormon population schools that always have Tongans and Hawaiians. They've got... Samoans, uh, Tongans. Yeah, the Samoans are 
There's only like 800 Samoans in the world, and 400 of them played football at BYU. And this dude, definitely, when he was in high school, recruited. He was probably a, a Westwood warrior, and they thought he was just a big Mexican, but he was just a beast. I'm collecting for the Tongan relief efforts. Hang on a second. I'm going to get you some cash. <laughs> You've earned it. Because that's my first thought, too, assessing. He's not on heroin or coke or anything. There's no way somebody this big. If he's losing weight, it's good for him. He yeah, had a flyer, and he dropped it, and he lifted John's car up to get <laughs> well, the flyer. He dropped a dime. He <laughs> just throws the Jeep out into the road. Here it is. Yeah, I, all I look, if that guy's on crack or heroin or coke, best thing that could happen to him because he needs to drop a lot of weight. <laughs> so I highly recommend getting on a coke diet for him. Get him 10, 20 Adderall a day. Suppress that appetite. Anyway. If you see crazy today, wave at it go. I see you crazy, and I'm not helping, because that's somebody else's job. Have a crazy day. I prefer the olden days, when it wasn't on me to make everyone I don't know my responsibility. He needs help. Yeah, okay. Well, somebody's got to help him. He's, if he's burned every bridge, he knows it. I'm not going to climb on that. If his family won't help him, why should I? They hate him for a reason. What about the, uh, we still... Important to have the policy in the office for the ladies if the, if the crazy guy's there to keep him from going crazy. What you say? Taking one for the team. Like jump in the front ladies, of like a shot you know, or something? Would advise the ladies if them, some guy's crazy. Yeah. You got to take make sure the crazy guy gets some attention. Oh, that's different. That's yeah. not a crazy guy. Yeah. That's the incels. You gotcha. can start recognizing incels way before they do anything. Yeah, that's been a... Always walk by the guy who's, you know, we thought it was Larry for a while. It turns out he's done all right for himself. But the dude who sits in the corner, the one that we all, we've been through it all. We wrote it down that day. It's like, of anybody in this building, who's the one that's going to go off and shoot everyone? Yeah. And we all wrote down the same name. I don't think you were here. No. Write down your answer. What, from now or yeah. then? Just now. I think it's the same guy. Don't say it, but just yeah. write it down. <laughs> And we all wrote it down. We're like, all right, these are, this is the guy that we need the ladies to go by and say, you look great today. Just start giving him compliments. Just be nicer that, to him. That one little compliment yeah. could... Don't ignore him. Now, if he starts acting crazy, get out of there. It's not time to help. You had your chance. That's a nice gun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. What is that? A... <laughs> what an AR? Are you loading that? Bandoliers. That's a different outfit. <laughs> Looks good on you, Looks though. Looks great on you. You really carry that. Brings your shoulders up. You're standing up straight. Write your answer now. I'm, I'm trying to think. You. Everybody I thought was gone already. All right. Well, oh, oh, well. <laughs> Never mind. It's Sorry. Gone, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, wait a minute. I wonder if it's the same guy. Same department as the first time. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think we're on the right page. Yes. All right. No. I, I know who you're thinking of. I don't see that. Uh, you, you, yeah. I know who you're going to write. And it's not fair. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. No, no, no. He's too obvious. Paul gets mad out loud. He's too obvious. He's never going to snap. He would. What oh, he would really? do now. Okay. No. All right. Let's send some salespeople up there today. <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, you know, this just came in and here's needs to be done about, by 1230. Here's the thing about Paul. Uh, a lot of the times, I'm on his side. Like, he's justified to deal with the salespeople the way it is. He is a, uh, he'll make you uncomfortable, but he's not crazy. He's calculated. He's like, an, he's like a mad genius. I'm talking about the weird loner that could blow the place up. We all wrote that answer down. <laughs> We're not sure. He seems okay. You know, the one that they describe on the news, he was a loner. 
Kept to himself. Seemed okay. Crazy never does what Paul does, which is just announce, I'm going to kill everybody, like, every day. <laughs> Paul says that, I'm just going to kill all of them. Like, he's not, he's no threat. <laughs> but those salespeople get up here one more time. I hate people. I'm going to kill all of them. All right, Paul, can I can I use your room for a minute? Yeah. Oh, yeah, pop in. <laughs> he, he lets his anger vent. He's got little steam vents. It's a good outlet. Yeah. It's the guy we don't know about that I'm worried about. So keep your eye on and I would happen to tell the ladies, hey, why don't you prompt by that guy's office and just say, you're doing a great job. Just let him know that we see him because that's what incels do. Nobody even knows I'm here. Nobody sees me. I'll show them. I'll be famous. That kind of thing starts brewing. Paul has no interest in infamy. He's just crazy. Yep, that's, that's the guy. Okay. He just wrote his, He just wrote the name down. So. <laughs> Choice two. So we're within one. One degree. Yeah. Perfect answer. <laughs> Yeah, they just rock in their chair. Oh, they don't see me now, but they'll know my name. Those guys. Those are the ones I worry about. They'll see me on the news. Anyway. And if you are, if you're like, we don't have a guy in our office that's that way, it's you. (laughs) If you don't know the crazy guy in your office, it's you. I wonder if we asked our crazy guy who he thought the crazy person was. Well, I think it's a pretty stable environment thing. Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. Hmm. Blue. You. Anyway, uh, let's get a wake-up song. For all the loonies out there, thank you, Antonio Brown, for telling the NFL you were wrong. I'm fine. Damn it. Now we have to address the fact that our player's an asshole. <laughs> Perfect. And you got to fire him because he's a dick, and he can't come back in the league just because he's a dick. Just what you did to Colin Kaepernick. You didn't like his behavior, and you got rid of him. It's essentially all that happened. Do it to Antonio Brown, too, but now they can't. They were hoping he was mentally unhealthy, so they didn't have to deal with bringing him back. That's really what the NFL was trying to sell. If we say he's mentally unhealthy, he can't play football because that would be a, uh, it would be bad on us. But he's like, I'm not. I'm totally fine. I'm capable of having a job. Like, oh, no. Now we got bigger fish to fry here. Let's hope he works out in Cleveland. be great. I hope he goes to the Browns. Oh, God, I hope he goes to the Browns. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800, that's the number. Uh, you give it to us good and strong. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUP. Wake up! I'll eat your ass. I'm ready. There we go. Now we got it all figured out. There it is. Thank you very much, Weapon of Pride. Uh, it's 636 here in the morning segment. I got emails like crazy from people about mental health. Finally! Someone in the media. Don't call me that. Someone in the media saying what we all think. You see crazy for a reason because crazy acts crazy. And that's a warning signal. That's their red flag to let you know to leave them alone. Fact. To see something, say something. Well, that's just being a tattle. You're going to get bred up your ass on that. See something, say something. He's a rat. (laughs) He's a rat. We got a dirty rat. We got a rat in the house, boys. See something, (laughs) say something. Lives right across from us. The cook is uh, promoting see something, say something. Surprise. I see something. A line around your house to get in, cuck. On my neck? What? You want me to say something? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know about that. The only, and, and a good point was brought up on my emails, too, that said the only uh, times when uh, crazy is disguised is usually when it's a really, really hot chick. Hot chicks are good at disguising crazy. They're not, their built-in mechanism is to hide crazy and reveal it much later. But when it starts to show, start to run. Here's a crazy thing. She can be smoking hot. I used to be a prostitute. Run. Run. 
My last the boyfriend. ATM? My last boyfriend's in jail. Run. Well, ATM's great, Brady. If she's an ATM gal, you want to stick with her. Which ATM are you talking about? Uh, the bank. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not crazy if she's ATM. She's like, she's going to be the mother of your children. <laughs> that girl is fantastic. You're ATM. I'm out of money. How do you pay your bills? I have a friend from the past that just sends me money sometimes. Run. I dated a guy who was like 68 once, and he just paid my bills for a year. Run. Sometimes I check my you account. You remind me of him. There's money in it. From what? A guy. Run. <laughs> yeah, they're the ones that they seem like... because, well, And it doesn't work the same for beautiful women as it does for all of us. They don't know that life doesn't work that way. That some old man will just infuse money into your life without you doing a thing. Here, money, beautiful person. They think that's how life's going to work. So then it starts to show his crazy social behavior. you got to run from them. That, that, uh, what was that song years ago? It's like... Uh, Never make a pretty woman your wife. So from my personal point of view, get an ugly girl to marry you. They've had to try. Ugly girls have had to give it their all to get any money. Pretty girls just get handed money. John, serious question. If I'm dealing with mental health issues and yeah. I know it, yeah. how do I avoid the people that are going to be looking at me and get help for myself? I'm crazy and I know it. Uh, how do you, you just said it. You recognize you're crazy. So Maybe you go, afraid of it. go check in. But if he knows everybody around him is looking at him. Well, that's a paranoia. You that's feel, called, yeah, that's you called, called, that's, you're, you're that's, acting that's crazy. Your mental health. Yeah. That's Everybody's why you looking at me. And I, <laughs> I know they help. can see. They can Are see right through sad. me. Quit staring at me. Hey, check in. And then his next one is, also, I'm for Tongan Relief. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just playing with you. You might be the one crazy. See something, say something. Toledo just got baffled. Yeah, I just I, I find it hysterical that the, the crazy is the crazy. Somebody uh, email says somebody talk. You're talking about the office crazy person. Let me let you in on a little secret. Teachers all have a file of students that we keep to see which one ends up on the news later in life. Is that true, Toledo? We see it especially in kids. <laughs> not saying your name. Yeah, that's that's not a teachers. Every every teacher can point out the kid that that they're worried about. I can go one step further and say that that teacher Rick Delergo that uh, wrote me a nice letter. I think it was him. Maybe, maybe that might not be fair. No, no, that was Mr. Delano. No, no, that wrote me the letter. That told me this next oh. thing. I think it was him. When I saw him once, it wasn't him. It was a different teacher. It was Les Maness. What? More free time, Les Maness, I used to say. <laughs> uh, but he told, he was a teacher at MCC, and he, used to, he said something about I think it was him. I don't remember confusing my people. But he said they used to have a file of the kid guaranteed that would go. On to be on the news, and they would they'd file their crazy news kids each class, and then keep it each year, and then like what there was like a potluck or something at the end if they had one of them go, and I was on two lists because <laughs> you know you see this watermelon head on a tiny toothpick body, you know, I, I would uh, tell some jokes and things like that. This kid's never going to be, he's never going to pay attention, he's never going to do right, and my one and Rick Delegri said you're too smart for your own good. And you're not applying it in the right places. I'm like, you'll see. I'll apply. Plans, I'll apply this nonsense in the right places. I don't intend to work hard. Teachers, man, I I go back on my teacher rant and just say, you guys should all quit today. None of you are getting paid enough to deal with that. Did you see the thing that's going around on the internet now? 
of a teacher walked into her class, and they don't use chalkboards, <laughs> they use whiteboards now, and there's yeah. a cat drawn on the whiteboard, and she goes to erase it, and in permanent ink under the the erasable ink, there's a dick and balls, and they drew a cat on it, and made the dick and balls look like a cat. Oh, no. And as she erases it, she realizes that the dick and she's balls are up, and she just turns and stares at the classroom, and it is the funniest teacher look, because she's helpless. Yeah. Helpless. And everybody that says, you know, being a parent's hard work. It's a full-time job. Have for 10 hours a day, you pawn them off on someone else, and so do 30 other people, and they have to watch all at once. Your job is part-time, parent, once the kid's in school. You're not wrong. The last time I see Alex is about 10.30 at night. The next time is about <laughs> right. 4 o'clock the next day. <laughs> yeah, you see him at 10.30. It disappears from your life until yep. the... Uh, he, you're part-time in, in the it. mornings. You work, he works yep. part-time, and you hire somebody. Lisa doesn't even see him anymore. He sleeps until she's gone. Phenomenal. Yeah. And, he, and then you, he pops up. He yep. comes back in your life for dinner. You yell at him for whatever it is he's done. Is this the yep, video? This is it. Look at her face at the end of this video. It's fantastic. She realizes right here the dick and balls aren't coming off. Teacher stare. <laughs> Not a word. Not a damn word. That's it. You, you None of you get paid enough. Uh, it's not worth it. And you saw it during the pandemic how little parents actually want to do a full-time job with their kids. It's like, ah. Why aren't you get them back in the classroom? I don't want them here all day. I didn't have kids to have it here with me all the time. It's a full-time job, I tell you. Oh, yeah? Seems like about 13 of those hours are taken up by school, and the other seven are in bed. Damn it, John. Seems easy. Just a week ago, weren't you the ignore it guy? How is this the same, how isn't this the same thing? I am ignore. What am I talking about? I don't know. Make with up your crazy, mind, he says. With crazy people? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You point them out and you ignore them. You don't, you don't go over and help. I'm standing pat on the ignore it. Everybody else is saying, oh, you got to go help. You have to, uh-uh, stop helping people. There's a little too much help. Ignore. There's too much helping going on. <laughs> you see somebody in need. Oh, we do it every day and act like that. You drive by somebody who needs help and every that's, day. And, and that's you're your like, own guilt. Mm, sorry, bro, not me, yeah, not today. Yeah, that's your own guilt. I help humanity. You help by giving to qualified charities that you know the money goes to the right place, not 400-pound Tongans. Or the hot girl up on the corner. Uh, hot girl was there. Yeah, I've seen her. Yeah, she's out. She does her thing in her sweatpants and tank tops. I don't like her in the winter clothes. You guys took pictures of her in the winter clothes. I heard Larry talking about her. He's had multiple conversations with her. (laughs) Of course, he's been in a relationship with her for a while. (laughs) She doesn't know it, but Larry's been in a relationship. Yeah, she was up there uh, the other day, just begging away. Yeah, her uh, her attire that day was kind of. I'm just like, is that the same chick that yeah. he's talking Winter about? Winter clothes. She had yeah. a ski cap. She a looked frumpy. She looked yeah. homeless. Yeah. She's not frumpy. That she's in a tight. Oh, that day she looked like a leotard frumpy. and then sweatpants. And I'm like, what in the world? Smoke show. Ridiculous. But again, if you ran into her, and and they mask it, like she would say, oh, I begged for money for about a year on the street corners. I was homeless. Run. <laughs> Nobody's that hot. No teaching job pays so much that can fulfill you. Just quit. Quit. Full-time job, my child. Uh-huh. Where is he? School. Till when? Five. Okay. His full-time job gives you a lot of free time during the day. I just woke up from my nap. Oh, yeah. Full-time jobs usually require nap time. I know we get a good nap for our full-time jobs. So you, go, you know what, guys? I'm going to take a break from my full-time job and take a big, fat nap here. Now we got four hours till the thing comes home, and i got to feed it. Well, you got to wait until they hit teenager. They can That's feed it. themselves. That's really all it is. Brett and I had a conversation yesterday about parents and stuff. And the difference between, like, it's funny, they raise you. Brett said, they raise you, and then, like, this switch happens somewhere in life, and you start kind of raising them. 
And I said, yeah, but the only difference is they used, they were allowed to hit you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't, like, as many times you want to just rear back and pop your mom in the mouth for the stupid things Oh, she there's said. been a few times yeah, lately, you, especially. You, yeah, you're dealing with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You watch your mouth and you just give her a smack, like, because now you you can't do that. It's oh. illegal. It's elder abuse. Had those conversations with Alex recently about him taking care of me. Yeah. Like, I don't have to take care of you. And I'm oh, like, listen. Oh, jeez. He's already telling you. Listen. Man, Whoa. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are going to happen between now and the time you turn 21. Is there any male Control in your bloodline that wants to hang around yeah, with you? Yeah. Like, I'm gone, <laughs> man. Everybody tries to leave you. Any man tries to go, I'm out of here. the first chance I get. Grandpa was right. <laughs> Does Alex get cards from Grandpa? Wouldn't that be great if he just He's skipped over one. you? He did like, Grandpa likes Alex. I like the boy. I'm just skipping that middle man. Uh, yeah, it's just a strange thing. That, that, well, at this point, not crazy. Everybody's got a crazy story, too. And nobody really wants to be politically correct when it comes to be crazy. Because if you're wrong, you end up with a shiv in your side. And that ain't right. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want shivs in you. That's just the basic uh, facts of chivalry. Is that when you have one in you, you're like, I shouldn't have done that. You immediately regret being the helper. With that, there's a reason you know HOA started because you don't want to bang on the crazy guy's door with the weeds in front of his house. So you got a group to do it. Like you said, assholes being assholes. Triple A started because you tried to help a few people on the side of the road with flat tires. You got hit in the back of the head and stuffed in the trunk. Nobody helping people has turned into now we can get hit in the head in the trunk and get paid for it. (laughs) Right. Well, the Triple A guys have like you know somebody knows where they are. If you're just being a nice guy, some yellow. Uh, Sirens on there, so it's a little less sure. You know, you're not going to do bad is happening. But the bottom line is somebody knows where AAA guy is. If you're Brady and you're, oh, this guy needs a hand, and you pull over, nobody knows you did that. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're getting clunked in the back of the head, and your car's gone. Anton Chagoo just took away your whole deal, and he's off By to kill way, Woody Harrelson. you're very dark. You're covered in a veneer of niceness, but you're very dark when you have those kind of thoughts. Who, Brady? Yeah, about the tow guy. Just put some lights on your car. You can yeah. do that. You can crank anybody over the <laughs> oh, head. No, he, I think well, he was no, saying, saying that that's that, what that, they that had. AAA does in order to kind of prevent But them. I enjoyed your sink or swim mentality to yeah. say that Brady just told the guy how to kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart. But it's a fact. It's the, uh, you know, you don't want to pull over and help because your first thought is, eh, what if this person's a loony too? I watch No Country for Old Men. I know it. Can you, is it hard to wash the chicken uh, feathers out of the bed of this truck? Well, come again. And then the next thing you know, he's driving that truck, and there's, he's at the car wash washing the you chicken. You did fires. it to somebody who used to work here. Drove by him when he was broke down in a limo on the side of the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they eat other people with him. It was a limo. <laughs> Who's this? Eric, it's a company. <laughs> oh, Brady, and he didn't pull over to help. He knew who it was. Yeah. Because well, I would have to get off the... Uh... That's not why. Don't do this. I don't have yourself. time for this. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. I, I, you I didn't want to help time. him. You just didn't want to help him. In fact, you called me laughing. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw the limo. <laughs> no, you knew there was no. I think this was not. You were in hysterics. They're all. You're gonna be chapped. Okay, I just thought I'd tell you. You're gonna help them? No. God no. It's a hundred. I got a call once from a listener. <laughs> was it still a hundred? It was nighttime. Yeah, it was in the summer. <laughs> okay, well that's still. You're. I you know you're right. It's too. It was coming from the Rattlers game. And yeah. The- too hot to help is a yeah. thing. I agree. I, I'm not going to be able to help. There are people help. for this. Too hot to help. I got a call once at like midnight from a listener. Hey, man, uh, Eric just got arrested. Oh, that's right. And, well, you got help. Nope. I don't remember looking at uh, my 23andMe and seeing relation. <laughs> I'm not the, I'm the last guy you should have told. I, I employ him. Even so, it's a legal system. He's got options. Yeah. 
I, I, I just don't know if it's, what should we do? I got to go down there. Yeah, it sounds like you should go down there. You, you sound like the one that's concerned. Yeah. I currently am not <laughs> at all. Doug Infante just, just, he it. It's <laughs> like, I was in that damn limo. <laughs> yeah, Doug was there. <laughs> Doug, no, Brady drove right by you, that's Doug. That's right. <laughs> Too hot to help. Too hot to help. It's a it's Brady's uh, sexy videos. It's too hot to help. <laughs> no, I mean it's way too warm outside to help people. Yeah, I don't help. The one time I told this story before, the the, I, the very first day I had a driver's license, my friend Mark and I went to the river, put the front two wheels in the riverbed, and hit some mossy rocks, and in went the jeep right into the river. First <laughs> day I could drive. And these dudes there in Toyotas and Jeeps and everything else strapped up the back of the Jeep and pulled it out for me. About half of it went in, right to the engine. It was off, luckily. I turned the engine so it wasn't sucking in. The muffler was out and all that. So we were in good shape. It could get wet. Uh, And they pulled, and I was, you know, they saw a 16-year-old boy absolutely losing it. Because everybody does it. And I just happened to hit the one spot that... The front wheels slid the rocks right in. And there was a reason why that parking spot was open. All the other people recognized. Big hole. Big hole right here. If you make a mistake, your front end's going in. These Jeeps, they can... It wasn't about the Jeep. It was about... You you know what Jeeps can't do? Float, Brady. They don't do well when there's no ground. So, you know, you can climb things, but when you give up a cavern, Jeeps tend to be pretty susceptible to gravity. Sucked it right in there. So they pull it out, and and I remember Mark and I driving back, and he said, what we need to do... Is be sure that the next person we see, we help, just to be kind of like even up. And I'm like, you Pay know it what? Forward. That's 100 percent right, man. That is 100 percent right. That's a real. You know what? That's what driving people do. Driving back from the river, tears in my eyes. These guys were so nice. Like, you need to go. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> and to get on the uh, 60. <laughs> <laughs> Drive all the way. <laughs> Shirts are off. We look like idiots. It's too hot to help. It's a thousand degrees. Driving around later that week. Driving around, see a guy on the side of the road, and he's doing the wave. This is in Gilbert. And it probably, I, I can't imagine it's much further than, like, Mesa Drive and Guadalupe. It used to be farm. It, now it's all houses for miles and miles. But this was back, there was maybe a Circle K. The lights were on strings. They didn't have street lights. They were all just kind of hung up. This guy's waving. Middle of nowhere, Marcos, here's our chance. I'm like, you're right. We can finally be good and pull over. And this dude hops in the back of the Jeep. We ran out of gas. You just take me to the gas station. We'll go, sure, we'll take you to the gas station. We're the good people. Drive him to the gas station. The whole way over, he's like, you guys, a couple farm kids, a couple farm boys? No. Gilbert farm boys? No. A couple farm boys and Gilbert? All right, what's going on here? You guys want an eight ball? One eight, I thought I could pay with cash, but I can pay with an eight ball. Oh, my God. I got Coke. You want some Coke? Like, no, we don't want any Coke. <laughs> and Mark, we were playing baseball, and there was a bat in the front, and Mark put, grips the bat and looks at me. I'm like, I think we're <laughs> and then we pulled into the center. All right, I'll be right back. Sit tight. Like, go, 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 go. And we just left the dude at the Circle K like, screw this. And then we came to the thing. Never, ever, ever, ever help again. You repaid it one time. You're and we didn't repay You're it. Good. We got horrified by the coke addict that they lost. They tried. They tried. We don't know. If we're, and then we're like, I think we're trying to help a guy steal a car. Because this dude wasn't, yeah, he wasn't normal. I don't know what was going on out there. It's like he just needed a can of gas and some time and a getaway car. And he, and he had, like, this weird plastic bucket. It wasn't like a gas thing. It was, like, homemade. And a load of cocaine, evidently. We couldn't wait to get, like, a 10-minute drive. You missed drive. out on a great yeah, night. Yeah, it could have been a potential. lot of fun stealing cars. Could have been a different future, for sure. <laughs> and that listener would have been calling you.
Hey, John's been arrested. He's got a load of cocaine and a fake gas can. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's too hot to <laughs> What time is it? He'll be all right. Oh, it's 11 dark. He can no sleep way. it off. Jeez Louise. First off, phone don't ring after dark. <laughs> what are you, the devil? Took my ear out. Yeah, so, <laughs> probably. And the CPAP was on. Yeah, yeah, if I get arrested, the last thing I'm going to do is call you guys. Oh, my God. I've been arrested. Or trip. I've been arrested. What? General jackassery. All right, well, you're going to sleep that off. Am I supposed to come spend my money to get you out on? Yeah. Uh, it's not happening. And it goes for all of you. You get arrested. Unless it's like murder. And you're like You'd come false. help us with yeah, murder? because oh, that's okay. big. Oh, okay. That's Jody Area stuff. I'd be interviewed in Dateline and all no, that. You guys are the last ones I would call, too. Of course. Yeah, come You've on. got phone calls. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You're connected. Yeah. I'm not. You're calling the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're calling the Italian American club. Depending on the Video thing. On the phone. Depending on the thing I'm arrested for. There may be no call. Like, how long do I have to be here? Well, probably 24 hours, and then we'll let you. Cool. I'll call in sit sick. this one out. I'll call in sick in the morning. I think I got COVID. Yep. You are receiving a call from County. Ah, I'm just joking around. That was a joke. I was playing on it. Sounded real. Yeah, I'm good with voice stuff. So anyway, I'm just calling. I'm touring the jail. I'm, I'm no, I'm not going to tell you I'm in jail. I just told you that I came up with a new impression. A uh, lady who tells you that the jail is calling. <laughs> Would you like to receive a call from John? I'm just playing around, guys. Goofing around with the thing. Just say yes real quick. <laughs> you in jail? No, that's silly. I, Come on. I, I think I got COVID. I'm staying in today. I've got money. I'm, I'm not staying home with money, please. <laughs> I'd have bailed myself out. I don't have to. Anyway, I'm... St- uh, Waiting me, on the test. See me Thursday. And in a couple weeks, I'm going to need another day off. For, uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what I'm saying. Take hey, care uh, of some court problems. I have long COVID. Yeah. Go to court. COVID seems to, this is going to be one of them COVIDs that goes away tomorrow and then comes back in two weeks and then and then maybe for like a month, I'm going to have COVID. Depends on how this all pans out, this COVID, you see. I'm not calling any of you idiots. I'd tell the story on the air, then guess what happened to me? I've been in jail for the last two days. General Jack Assery. You don't do that. You don't help. And I do. I've believed it for years. There is a you, you can make a call and say, "Hey, somebody's in trouble on the side." That is the best thing you can do. I remember I saw that car accident on the I-10 coming to work that morning, and I stopped on the freeway along with everyone else. By the way, this was a fatality. It was a nightmare. And then inside the car, I see someone without a head. You didn't know it at the time. No, I didn't know it was a girl in the back seat. Oh, that's it. in the front, in the seat, front seat now. Yeah. And then the driver's head looked up at me. And I realized he's holding the person in the back's head. Oh. And it was raining blood like a Slayer video inside this car. Lights are flickering. They, they were going 1,000 miles an hour and lost control and went right just, I mean, a 90-degree turn right into the, the center cement. And let me tell you something about that construction. Those center cement walls. Yeah. Don't worry about ever getting one of those bumped out of the way. Pretty that, solid. I think that guy was going 90. Saw the semi that hit one over by the old station, They don't too. budge. Nope. And that thing Bounced it right off. Blew that car. So there I am. I'm sitting right next to this accident, and I'm looking right into the windshield. Stopped on the freeway, and I started to get out, and my brain's like, what are you doing? What are you? Are you a doctor? Are you, also? Are you Dr. John Holmberg? I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember going to doctor in school. What are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, you're right, brain. What are we doing? It's like, oh, are you also going to direct traffic? I don't remember you ever going to school to direct freeway traffic. What are you doing? Back in your car, call the authorities, and move on. That's exactly what I did. And you know what? The cops called me later and said you did the right thing. And offered me post-traumatic stress therapy because some of the cops had to leave the scene. We had 20-year veterans that had to leave the scene because they'd never seen anything like what was in that car. Are you okay? And I'm like, 
it screwed me up a little. I'm not going to lie. When I realized what I was looking at. Took you a while to admit that. I remember you admitted that to us. I saw four people in that car. Turns out there were five. The car hit so hard, the girl in the back seat went between the driver's door and the driver's seat. Oh, she got jammed. That the, the impact was that bad that it yeah. squished her through that, mm. and her and the and her head snapped off into so that guy's lap. Internal, that, it that was internal. Thing? It was hanging down. Yeah. So it was like a, if you could point the top of your head down straight to your lap, that's what was going on. And the guy in the driver's seat, he was fine. I don't know how he did it. He's facing charge. Lifted right? that head up, and I ah. Oh. And I, it was like it was if you could if you could take the entire bone uh, out of somebody's back and neck and just make it it's like a swan looking straight down and he lifted it up and I'm like that's a head like Ichabod Crane's in that car and then my brain's like you're not a doctor you're not a doctor time to go what are you gonna do Stand I'm, on, I'm on the air and standing on the I ten <laughs> yeah and then I had to go be hey let's go tell some fart jokes you know what I saw this morning. Uh, well, it, was, it, it was like the beginning of Save It Private Ryan over there at Elliott in the freeway. That's how I felt when I saw the limo and Eric and the whole <laughs> exactly group of listeners right. over there. <laughs> what am I going to do? In between the two, I'd have tried to sew that lady's head back on before I ever helped Eric in a hot, hot sun. <laughs> and Doug just mentioned back over, he's yeah. like, I'd have left us too. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I'm not going to pull he over. He made the right move. First <laughs> off, am I a limo mechanic? No. What am I going to do? I'm just going to create more problems. Too many cooks, I say. Helping's overrated. Quality charities are for, or if I saw Brady in trouble, no, you know, not Eric, but Brady, <laughs> and I'm driving by and Brady's waving down cars, I'd first off laugh hysterically and do about three laps. So then you saw me and I'd wave it. There he goes again. Finally, I'd come by and be like, Are you all right? Yeah. All right, good. You dick. Then I might come back again. Maybe. Fourth, fourth time, I'd probably like finally pull over and give you a ride. Yeah, that gonculator's up. What am I? I don't care what happened to your cards. Get in. I'm going to take you to the nearest. Do the speed phone. up as I grab the door handle. Yeah. And then Brady would be like, you want some Coke? You need an eight ball? Like, See, this is why I don't, why I don't help people. Again. Oh, I would pray for that. If <laughs> Brady paid people oh in eight God, balls, me too. Oh, that's Brady's secret yeah. for 20 years? Of course. It works. You want man. some eight ball? You got a little eight ball? Yeah. That's why we got bad turkey that year. You can give the kid the right eight ball. I went to my old boss's... Uh, a birthday party at Tony Roma's years ago and coolest CJ5 ever. I loved that thing. Light blue, awesome CJ5. We were on about a thousand miles down baseline in Alma School and his buddy Steve. You want some blow? You want some blow? I'm like, no. God, why does this always happen to me? I look like a, isn't my nose being so big you assume I just fill it with coke? And then uh, the driver starts doing blow off that tiny little CJ5 dashboard. Maybe three inches long. Thing is, While he's driving? No. We oh. stopped at Alma School in baseline. For a bump. Oh. I'm in the back seat with my girlfriend. They're handing each other eight balls. Got you. I got you this. I got you this, man. Here you go. And it was Steve's voice for real. Here you go, man. And there's no way Steve's still alive, so I'm not even worried about repercussions here. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, my friend. I'm looking at him like, what is that tiny little? Let me get him that. He's bad bunny. He's making tiny. Yeah, he's kind of. He was kind of giving him a little tiny. uh look like a macaroon. What's in there? It's an eight ball. Oh, God. We're driving around with eight balls, and I'm in the back seat. I'm done. My future's over. So we went to the Jack in the Box. Because they were coked up, we made the crazy turn. Hop in the Jack in the Box. And I'm like, you know what? We're just going to stay here. That was before cell phones or anything else. She lived close enough that we could kind of hoof it home. You were looking for the closest pay phone? We drove, I swear to you, before that, not knowing they were on coke. 
in a CJ5. Now, a 1977 Levi's edition CJ5. Sweet. V8. This thing might as well have been round as often as CJ5s where that V8 would roll over for no reason. Those were the ones that got the bad reputation for cheap. And we're going... The 60-minute special. 88, 90 miles an hour down baseline. And in a Jeep with no top and that big V8 engine and that tiny little unbalanced vehicle. Whew. It was bad. Well, that was way before the 60 minutes thing. This the was, 70, Nobody okay. cared about the Jeeps tipping over until yeah. like 1988 when the Suzuki Samurai started I was going to say the tip. Samurai was yeah, the, the one. Yeah, the Samurai is the one that opened everybody's eyes. The Jeeps just rolled over. We knew they would. They were vehicles from the Marines, and they knew. They'd just tip it back over, and it'll run again. Samurai comes along, and like at 28 miles an hour, that thing would just fall over on its side like Maggie Simpson. <laughs> it was the best. But yeah, the uh, helping people is overrated. But individually, independently. Helping groups, like I always say, like, you know, the Humane Society, if you're into helping the homeless, we do the water drive for that entire organization. That is a gorgeous, you found it, CJ5 Levi's edition. That's it. Oh, that thing was so, so cool. So, is that actual denim on the, the, oh, yeah, the, the tunnel cover or the whatever The tops you used to be denim. <laughs> yeah. Not like jeans denim. No, it's vinyl. Well, they had a canvas and a yeah, denim, okay. but those, they had the they denim, treated, too. They were treated, obviously. But... And the Levi's edition had the denim. Which wow. was cool as hell. Actually, really neat. Thick. And you were in the backseat. Uh, no top coke. on it. Uh, and, yeah, they're doing coke <laughs> off the dashboard that might be two fingers deep. <laughs> Just lays it up. <laughs> yeah! I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Stone Cold E.T. Need some gag in the box. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> Stone Cold E.T. Got to get out. <laughs> Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> It got crazy. but uh, And then everybody was totally normal. Next day at work, what'd you guys do? I'm like, I don't know, we went back to our house. What was going on in that car? Steve got me a birthday present. And that was my introduction to adulthood. Because I was one of those people that thought drugs was... You had to be in like an alley or some den. It just didn't happen to people I knew. It certainly didn't happen to people I had jobs with. They were all deadbeat weirdos who did drugs. Nobody... Lily White Mesa. Right, not Mesa with my boss. You're a... What the? My dad had told me that anybody that did it was just the worst person alive, and they, they live in gutters, right. and I didn't expect it to right. be normal. That is a goddamn beautiful vehicle. <laughs> oh. Need to get another one of those. Nah, they're hard to find. And the ones that are refurbed are like 80, 90 grand. You get a dumpy one, you have to do all that work. <laughs> There's another Levi edition. Uh, the guy lives over by the Phoenician. I'm assuming it, but it's a '77, I think, Gremlin Levi edition. Oh, I don't know. They did it's, those. It's the AMC the blue, yeah. made a deal with Levi. Got the same logo down oh, there. It's just the, the, that thing was so. What cool. was the, the Levi thing for John Gordon? Wasn't that a Levi? That was the denim machine. Denim okay. machine. All right. It was Coca-Cola and Levi's built okay. a van for his mother and father to have carnal relations in. And his dad drank so much Coca-Cola that he was one of they seventy people it. that got the van. Wow. And it's still on their lot in Oklahoma. I've tried to buy that denim machine so many times, they will not They will not it. sell they it? They will not sell it. Wow. Yeah. That Jeep is pretty great. There it is. Yeah. It says, uh, Brady wouldn't stop for a co-worker, but he'll stop his car and get out for a praying mantis. <laughs> that tells you all you need to know. That's true. You got it's out of your car. on the highway. <laughs> went, did you get out of your car for the praying mantis? You were on the road, right? Yeah. We were at, uh, right across the street <laughs> from... Right. <laughs> 
pull over for that. So and that was summer. Door. That was closing in on yeah, summer. Was, yeah. 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 Not too hot to. Darn right, I'll get out for a prank. Oh, my praying mantis. Darn right. <laughs> Darn tootin'. Carload of jackasses sitting on the side of the do so do's. That's my clever little nickname for the freeway. <laughs> the deuce a deuce. It's longer than saying two to yeah. Brady. Uh, there is a thing. Brett brought this up, and uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm going to watch it, but uh, it might make me so nauseous to see Jimmy Fallon fake like Ghost so much. Uh, Ghost is going to be on Fallon's Tonight Show tonight. And congratulations to Jimmy Fallon for taking the institution known as The Tonight Show and driving it so far into the ground that sometimes this local radio show has the same numbers. We get more clicks, though. See, it's amazing. It's such an amazing show. Oh, my God. Yes, a great show. What a great show. Does he talk yeah. to the band? Uh, no. He will. Really so. I, yeah, he will do, you know, it's the same format. Depends on who's who the band is. Right. So he's not going to have Tobias. He might do a collab. Yeah. Oh, my God, you guys going to believe what's going to happen tonight? It's going to be unbelievable. He's this band. It's going to be crazy. We just see him. It's a ghost and mask. And blah, blah, blah. He pulls out that kazoo thing and performs. Uh, he, he might go out and play with him. You guys want to be on That's My Jam? He no. sounds like a coke guy. He, he's, I mean, yeah. he's just bouncing off the walls. Oh my God, you're alcohol movie. guy. You're yeah. in a movie, Hotel Transylvania Four. So great. Just love it. It's one of the best movies ever seen. It's gonna win all the awards. Like you're too excited about everything, Jimmy. I can't trust that you are giving me authenticity when you like everything to that. You have to hate something for me to know you have balance. No, this is amazing. It's unbelievable. What a great show. Show so great tonight. Ghost, I've never seen it before. We've seen it backstage. Dressed up. The costumes. Oh my God. So great. Stop pounding your desk, Jimmy. But Ghost is on the Tonight Show. And that's tonight or tomorrow? And that might be something. It said tonight. I'm going to try to find that again here. Just double check. Nobody knows actually who's on the Tonight Show because by the ratings, no one's watching the Tonight Show. He's buried. It's all clicks. Buried. It is all clicks. And that's the thing. And they're They're monetizing that though. Well, they can make money off of it. It still makes money. But, I mean, Johnny Carson, different time, $25 million a night. And Brady and I were talking about that. Yeah. I was like, wow. $25 million a night. Uh, Leno and Letterman, when they got into their highest. 10, 11? No. Uh, well, I mean, for a little bit, one would get a lot. They would fight over 5 and $6 million. Together, you'd get like 9 million people watching Tonight Show and uh, Letterman Show. Uh, then the Leno Conan disaster happened and it started to fall. You had Kimmel show up. You had all these other things going on. The Daily Show. I think it's paradox of choice. Uh, no, I think it's point. I think it's a dead format and nobody's got the talent to make it work. Yeah, because it works. Ellen made it work. Ellen made a fortune and had huge ratings with her daytime talk show. So people still enjoy the chit chat between a, a host and a, and a celebrity, but they don't like the parlor game, wacky, weird living room behavior Jimmy Fallon does. The politics of you Colbert. can also get it now, twenty four seven. Well, that's what like he's saying. The clicks and the clicks are more important to them than the show itself. But the show's buried dead. It's just buried. It has no influence, even with the clicks. It used to be a comedian would go on, you know, Carson, and the next day his entire life was different. You did the same thing with Letterman. Lives were created because of that show. Now, and comedians don't even like. I talked to Caliendo. He goes, they wanted me to go on. Uh, Fallon while I'm not doing it because it doesn't do anything for me. I, I get zero results from it. I'm like, no kidding. Even if like you do something that clicks or gets viral and he goes, that's rare. And if it does, it's fleeting. And he goes, you don't get anything new out of it. Your fans like you. You'll get a couple of nice jobs, thumbs up. He said, but there's no spike. There's nothing more than if I did it myself on Twitter. If he came up with a funny idea on Twitter and popped it off, he said, why would I waste it on Fallon show? He goes, if it, it would be different in the old times, 
when you're doing it and 15 million people watched and then the next day everybody was talking about it. He goes, nobody watches, nobody talks. Goes, the clicks are here and there. And he goes, a year from now, that video might be a thing. He goes, but it's not worth it. So I'll just, he said, I'll save my material and pop it up on the social media myself. And it's true. Letterman's right. finale drew uh, 13.7 yeah. million views. Yeah, which is crazy because. Now one, one five will keep huh? you re-upped. Uh, one, oh, a little a, over a million. A million people is a great a, audience yep. for that. And occasionally Colbert gets two, two plus, but it's rare. It's yeah, it's, and you look at those, that battle is that's the that's a dead format. But tonight, Ghost. So I do have interest. When's the last time you said, "Oh my God, tonight on"? Oh my God, tonight on the Fallon Show. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be unbelievable. Okay, our sportsman's gonna be the governor. Okay, man, it's gonna be amazing. It's not a thing. Nobody cares who's on the show. You don't know who's on the show. I mean, usually it's Blake Shelton or Ariana Grande. The guys got them on there every day. So Leno averaged between. 4.7 and 6 million viewers tonight. Yeah. Depending on... And Letterman was probably 3 to 5. Occasionally. Probably closer to 3. Letterman started to lose to Kimmel there. Yeah. But then the politics came into it and it kind of ruined it. But again, do I sit, sit and watch Ghost? Just have it on mute. I want to see it. Yeah, just, just, just have to until mute, it, comes mute it until Ghost comes on. Set an alarm for probably 11.20 because that'll be the last thing on the show and then you just... You stare at Jimmy making a, a mockery of Blake Shelton's pants. Oh my God, Blake Shelton's here again. It's like the 58th time you've been here this week. Blake Shelton's pants. Oh my God. They're really going to be great. It's going to be great. We got ghosts. Have you seen these guys? Costumes? That's amazing. Let's see who he's got on. They got costumes? It'll be Blake Shelton and somebody else Some from the movie. Voice. Uh, Promoting. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the whole point. But I mean, like, it'll be Blake Shelton. <laughs> Blake Shelton's on there every day. Oh my God. Welcome once again. Blake Shelton. He's here again. Oh my God. We couldn't get The Rock in. Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton's here. The Rock's here on screen. We're going to zoom him in. It, but Ghost being on is something. And Ghost's new song came out from their album that just won't come out. They had their other Someday. song. One of the songs came out about two months ago. Yeah? Yeah. And then the new one's out uh, yesterday or today. Well, they put that one out on the Halloween movie soundtrack, right. which oh was the God. best part That's of that movie. Was. Which That's was back right. in Halloween. So yeah. that came back in like September. Yeah. And now the second release is out today. And then the full album will be out later this year. So we hope. It. It's got to be because they're touring on it. So it's. It, I'm sure they're releasing it. Yeah. It's, Let's see if there's a release date for that. Yikes. This guy said, last time I stopped to help someone was at a traffic accident. Motorcycle crash. The rider was 150 feet or so from the bike. When I got to him, I thought his leg was broken and wrapped behind his head, but no, his leg was just completely gone at the thigh. Uh, I ended up tying it off, and the medic took him away. His parents called me two months later to meet me and say thank you for their son. Uh, totally worth it, but traumatized me for years. Man. See, I wouldn't even know to tie that off. Hey, I, just start, I just start crying and screaming. I just Keep make the just, call. I just ah! cry and scream. I'd probably pass out. They'd think I was part of the accident. All right, looks like March 11th for the new Ghost album. Oh, geez, that's right. Nice. All right, well, there you go. Oh, well, uh, the wake-up song. Oh, that's... Six months, like you said. Yeah. No matter what the wake-up song is, we're doing Ghost. Yeah. Little Miss Sunshine, I think it's called, right? Uh, call me, call me uh, <laughs> Little Sunshine. Call me Ishmael. Me. Close enough. Doesn't matter. All right. Call me Little Miss Sunshine. Yes. Okay. Is that what it is? No, no. It's oh. Call Me Little Sunshine. Oh. Yeah, and the word Mephistopheles is in a song. I'm in. That's hard to rhyme. It's hard to include. Excellent work. Uh, all right. What else do you have on the big board musical trees? We're not going to play today. It doesn't matter, but uh, let's see. Buck Cherry on there, Mudvayne, Sacred Reich, yep. Hatebreed, and then a couple people did ask for the new ghost. And it's brought to you by. It's brought to you by our go. friends over there at Action Ride Shop. 
<laughs> if you're you looking for so something to do up. this weekend, you want to head up north, get your skis, get your boards. They're going to take oh care God. of you. Oh, my God. Brent, oh my God. It's so great. Action Ride Shop is so amazing. It's like so much action, so much riding, so much shopping. Action Ride Shop. That's what they call it. Brady, unbelievable. It's an unbelievable thing. Can't wait. We're going to have Let's collab. we got ghosts in a little while. Ghosts tonight. It's going to be ghosts tonight. Blake Shelton and Ghost. Best, best tonight show ever. Oh, my God. Thank you, Action Ride Shop. Yes. All the action, all the riding, all the shop. It's all right there. It's amazing. I can't believe it. So it's the best. You're the best, Brady. I think you're the best. It's the best show ever. God, dude. You guys want to play, guys wanna play Monopoly on the air? It's been a little bit. You know, play Monopoly? And somebody emailed over and said, if Cliff Kingsbury's beard was in trouble on the side of the road, would you help? And there's going to be so much puss there helping. Uh, let, yeah, yeah, let me tell you this. You don't need First to. off, Kingsbury's beard is never in trouble. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury's beard is always feeling good. Like, Cliff's on the hot seat. The beard stays. <laughs> I might actually coach the team myself next year. Kingsbury's beard. Questions? Media? No? Didn't think so. Brian Flores' beard doesn't have the same ring. Brian Flores doesn't come in here. The beard put up a big old barrier to keep Flores out. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury's beard doesn't ever need help. It gets, uh, like, the power of puss sweeps it up off its feet and carries it to safety. It's like C-3PO in the... Exactly. That's exactly it. The Ewoks represent the puss. Yep. <laughs> and C-3PO is the beard. These little tiny robed purses came and carried me back to safety. The beard is safe. Don't worry about the beard. But By the way, the beard could fix the car. Oh, yeah. The beard would just look at the engine and go, what's the problem? And the car would start right up. Anyway. Uh, Zia announced a pre-release for the Ghost album. All right. Well, that won't be much more than like a couple hey, days. Right? Giving up your money early, right? Yeah. It, well, it's, I mean, same day, March 9th. You probably get a poster yeah, or something exactly. with it. When you but I mean, pre-release would be that week. Yeah. So get on that. All right, are we right? And the new one is called uh, "Little Miss Sunshine." And <laughs> it's Call me. new one from Ghost. What is the new album called? Uh, Impura or something yeah. like that. Who is tonight? Right here, Impura yep. from the new Impura. album. Impura. Wait, did you see him? Little mask, guys, a pope. It's like a hat. It's like it's the devil. Get ready. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine from Ghost. It's their new one. Uh, let's listen together for the very first time. It's 98. Go get them, boys. Brett broke it. It's not me. It is you. No, it's Oh, it is? Oh, okay. Start it again. I had the wrong thing turned up. Start it over. I'm sorry. I thought Brett had it. All right. There we go. There you go. A little event sevenfold for you. Hail to the king. It is already 736 and the morning sickness's day is uh, already blowing by us, and this means we're having fun, I think. I think that's all it is. Craig Shoemaker coming in today. The love master. The love master, baby. <laughs> he's coming in. He's going to hate that I'm doing his character while he's on his way in. going to smack you. The love master going to get here in an hour, and all of us are going to come to the radio station two, three, four times. Love master. I haven't seen Craig in a while. In a few years. It has. Yeah, Greg will be here uh, a little bit. He's at the improv. I'm not sure which. That might be right. One of them. One of the big show comedy places. Uh, we'll talk to Craig in a little bit. In the meantime, it's time for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, and it's brought to you by Hooters. Why not kick off the weekend a little early? Head to Hooters. They got incredible drink specials all day, every day, only at Hooters. And of course, the weekend will be filled with football games. Playoff games like crazy as we get down to the Elite Eight, I believe, are now 
Uh, just, all you just got in the NFL? Clarify, Craig's at CB Live. Lavelle, oh. who will be here tomorrow, he's at Tampa. Lavelle Crawford and Craig. This is a great weekend. Shoe, and he's usually here around Valentine's Day. The Love Master, which is a little early. A month sure. early, but you know what? Sometimes the Love Master comes early. Give him a week. Kingsbury's beard goes to Oh, my God. It'd be the, the same guy. It's competition. It's big time. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you, Hooters. Thank you, Bud Light. Brady reported. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Happy National Disc Jockey Day. Hey, that's... Uh, I because don't like, did you ever like being called that? No. I hated the disc jockey. I'm a disc jockey. He was the original. Yeah. 57 years ago today. What do you birthday. What do you say when, when people say, what do you do for a living? Uh, you don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'd say I work for KUPD. Oh, do you? Yeah. And they'll be like, what's that? Then get the hell out of my the life. The radio station. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> get F out of you. my life. That's right. <laughs> if they don't know with you. <laughs> if Brett meets you and you're not familiar with our radio station, he's got no time it up and get the hell out of here. Pack it up. Sycophants only, please. <laughs> I like that. I just say construction because I don't like saying disc jockey. <laughs> and I also don't like uh, telling people. If they don't know already, like you said, yeah. then, oh, now i got to explain. Yeah, I don't have time. Then they'll be like, well, I'm going to tune in on Monday. You're going to talk about me? No. The people at my dental office, the old ladies there, they were all like, oh, we're going to tune in. I'm like, you probably don't do shouldn't it. do just that. Just don't. I don't. It's I don't. not a good idea. Yeah. Do you like the dirty C word? What? <laughs> yeah, we say it constant. <laughs> well, I won't tune into that. Good. Because you know what? You're who we're talking about, you dirty. <laughs> I scrub my teeth. Floss. <laughs> I haven't flossed for six months since I last saw you. <laughs> we know it. We Why know are we denying it? Don't ask me last time I flossed was because you were there. I'd love it when they do that. Hey, so are you flossing regularly? You yeah. know I'm not. Yeah, here's I mean, the you're thing. in my mouth. Remember right to floss more. I yeah. taste so much blood. Yeah. Right now, <laughs> that you know and I know that was a dumb question. <laughs> I'm trying. I floss. No, it's a couple of your teeth are at force. I don't do it like you. <laughs> That's right. I don't do it like you, and I don't. I don't go till I hit blood. That's because you're not doing it right. Well, then evidently, see, I was always taught do something that makes you not bleed. You go the other way, and that's how you're doing it right. I will say though that that stuff from snow teeth whitening, the black floss, it works both ways. You think you're flossing, you think you do a good job. And let's be honest, weirdos floss every day. And good on you. Nobody flosses every day. That's insane people behavior. You're OCD. The the off occasion that I'm like, I'm going to floss. Usually if they get a popcorn hole in there, I can feel something. I just go, and then I'll just get the rest of the teeth. And then I take the string of whatever's on there and go, and just suck off all the food. (laughs) Run that line right across my lip. Like a rope of food. It's like a... It's a kebab. Remember those old... Yeah. Remember those old uh, candies that were on a string? Yeah. That's my floss. That's my floss. Candy necklace. (laughs) (laughs) But I go in there and stuff, and I do that. But they have this stuff from snow uh, that's... It's black floss. I think it's a charcoal. Charcoal. Yeah. You floss and floss and floss and clean and brush and floss and floss and clean and brush. And then you take that black stuff and realize there is a load of gooey weird stuff still in there. So I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to flossing. And again, old lady. You still have all your dogs? I sure do. You been flossing? Come on. 
It's like, Why do we do this dance? It's like Nicole Simpson's porch in my mouth right now. Don't ask me that. Just suck out the blood and keep going. You're doing a great job. I, that's what I tell him. I'm like, no, I'm not yeah. going to sit here and lie to you because yeah. you're, you're looking right at it. Yeah, what are you, a lawyer or is this an inquisition? <laughs> no, I'm not flossing. I'm choking on my own blood, though, because you're going deep. You floss every day. They consider no. it's not nagging. Yeah. Because it's every six months. Right. Do you floss every day? <laughs> no, I'm not a psychopath. Do you? Of you course. You know you should. Lunatic. Only a Looney Tune has time to do that every day. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. Only one satellite has ever been destroyed by a meteor. Cool. It was a European space agency, Olympus. It happened in 1993. Man, that's how come we didn't see that? There had to be footage of that. Like a satellite has cameras on it, right? And it would be low enough. Moment of Sometimes impact. Sometimes if it was at night, you probably could have. Yeah, seen it somewhere on the planet. That would have been cool. They got cameras, and you see that last second, the impact goes to gray. Every tentacle on an octopus has its own brain. Neat. This is interesting. People born in 1957, 1968, 1979, Uh-oh. 1989, 2000, and 2013 will live an average of 5.2 years less than other people. Oh, Sorry, no. Toledo. Thanks to the peaks in solar activity those years. Now, stop. Apparently, the UV radiation. Quiet. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Toledo's dad's out in the parking lot. Celebrate. They said it's from the UV radiation from the solar rays affects growth during pregnancy. Your dad's out there dancing around like Jimmy Fallon. Why is he so happy? <laughs> People born in 1954, 1964, 1976, 1986, 1996, and 2008 should live the longest. Your, your dad's Thanks running around outside right now like Jimmy Stewart at the end of It's a Wonderful Life. Hello, movie house! <laughs> <laughs> People who have been using the word wasted to describe someone who's drunk since the late 60s, basically, is when that word started. High has been used since 1627. Ooh. It's old school. Wasted was 60s, 1960s? Nobody said that before. Faded showed up somewhere in the 90s, early Maybe late eighties, early nineties. But or I can toasted or toasted just was like an eighties thing too, or maybe seventies. But I remember faded showed up, and I didn't know what that was, and I kind of thought it was cool. I'm faded. My girlfriend's sister used to say that all the time. I'm so faded right now. I thought she was a loser. <laughs> she was always faded. A new survey says that the average person needs at least one change in their life every seven months. We hit a reset on something like hair or. Hairstyle is every 14 months. Um, refresh their diet every 12 months. That doesn't mean what you think, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. No. Start that. I had a diet today. I'm going to do it again today. Yeah, refresh that diet. Go for a two for one. Yeah, everybody has. But do we intentionally do that every seven months, or you just get kind of like, I'm trying something new today? I think that's just the way the. Mind works. Yeah. Uh, if you're struggling sleeping, have you tried all sorts of things? Have you tried painting your bed- bedroom purple or blue? No. According to Sleep Junkie, 
84% of people with a purple bedroom reported they're typically they sleep well. They're also insane people. Purple bedrooms. Like- blue was second, 76%. Getting, uh, we're talking sleep in blue rooms, like a light lavender, not sun. Exactly, purple. not right, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not some deep dark cavern. Not, not Vikings, not purple. Prince. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't look like Prince's dressing room. In that room. <laughs> right, yeah, you got grimace colored walls and you know Ray Lewis uh, helmets. <laughs> not purple like that. You're talking like a pretty purple. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's not so bad. And it's same with the blue. Though. I had a light blue bedroom at my old house, but I don't know that I slept any better. But my eyes were closed. <laughs> Logic. Suchet. Yeah, seems rather... Fight that. Yeah. Fight that, science. A new study by Dating.com found the average person needs to exchange around 30 messages before they're comfortable meeting up with the person. Huh. It's actually low compared to Canada. They like uh, 100 messages. But in America, it's 20 messages of where you're going to meet, <laughs> yeah. two dick pics, yeah. and then a yes or a no. And then what time are we meeting again? Does that count as one of them? I put it in my calendar, and then one who dis new phone. <laughs> it's all got to go in there. Yeah. That's what you get, I feel. There's actually five legitimate uh, By the way, ladies, that's the best information. response to a dick pic ever. Who dis new phone? <laughs> like, a, like if a guy sends you a dick pic every time, who dis new phone? Because he'll pan. It doesn't matter if he knows you're joking. The men will still pan. Here's some uh, food predictions for 2022. According to mm-hmm. <laughs> Kroger, uh, 90s retro foods will be popular, like pizza bagels, corn dogs, even more, I guess so, than what they had in the past. Pizza rolls? Fluffernutter sandwiches are coming back. Coming back? Where'd they go? What's wrong with you foodies that you have a ranking system of what's popular? Everything bagel seasoning will be <laughs> strong. Tequila and tequila mixers trending. Okay. Oscar Meyer is selling a new bologna-inspired beauty mask. Nathan Sutherland just uh, said, I can confirm that a blue bedroom keeps him asleep for years. <laughs> Nathan, stop emailing me. <laughs> Hold on. What is that in the parking lot? <laughs> It's the closest you've been in 53 years. I can see the back of his head from Nevada. <laughs> a cop in northeastern Louisiana was driving on Tuesday night when a guy came. Um, a guy was coming from the other direction and failed to turn his uh, high beams off. Oh. So it blinded the cop for a second. Cop turned around, tried to pull the guy over. Alan Seabury was the guy, but Alan didn't stop. It turned into a high-speed chase. Went through a 25-mile-an-hour zone, doing 60 at one point. Rolled through six stop signs in a row. Finally pulled over when he got home. And when he stepped out of his car, he was holding half a half-eaten hamburger. Hmm. That's the reason why he didn't pull over. Hmm. Wanted to finish his burger. He was only halfway through it? Yeah. What kind of slow eater is that? He's going pretty fast. By the way, uh, Scott Haynes wants to know, Toledo, hey, how soon after uh, telling you he didn't want to take care of you when he was older did your son ask about burying people in the backyard? (laughs) That's a good question because he was asking about burying folks in the backyard yesterday. Uh, I think the progression was he asked me about burying people first, then he told me he wasn't going to take care of me. Also said that Antonio Brown uh, just announced that he flosses every day. (laughs) That makes sense. 
Um, so you know, if you heard that uh, Dwayne Johnson was shot and killed, yes, it is not true. It's not The Rock. But Ben Stiller did shoot Dwayne Johnson, but this was in Australia. Twenty-six-year-old Ben Stiller. No kidding. Not the Ben Stiller. Yeah, shot shot a Dwayne Johnson at a party. And that's exactly what happened on the set of Rust. Someone named Alec Baldwin, not me. See somebody suing Alec Baldwin now. Twenty-five million million dollars. What was it for? Defaming their marine son. Because yeah, he He wrote him a check. That's right. To help him out for five thousand bucks, and then the well helping him out because their son died in war. Yeah, and they were like a Purple Heart family. And then someone he found on the January sixth insurrection page, he claimed was them rioting, rioting and going to the Capitol. Like we were at the thing, we didn't go to the Capitol, we didn't do it, and we got death threats from your. From your Twitter followers, because yeah, you pointed he, me he, out. He posted it twice. Yeah, and made, started to say, I gave you guys money. Yeah. I gave you money. How dare you? But you're going to give him a lot more, Alec. Things are not going well for Alec no. Baldwin. The last little thing, there's another celebrity uh, mix-up that is not a mix-up. John Hinckley, the guy who... Uh, Killed Lennon? Yeah, he's out. He's uh, starting oh, a Hinkley band. Was, no, he shot, oh, he uh, shot uh, Reagan. Reagan. That's right. Mark David Chapman killed Lennon. Yeah, Hinkley's looking for a band. Start a band. He needs a lead guitar, a drummer. Seriously? We got that. Ryan and Marty. Yeah, we'll oh, do and it. And a bass player. And the band's name is Jody Foster, right? That's Absolutely. the only way we're doing this. Or silence of the fans. If you're serious <laughs> about it, send your stuff to a PO Box 240, Williamsburg, Virginia. I'm not going to PO Box seven. It's the internet. What's he? You can what's... check out Hinkley on uh, t- Twitter too. Is he not allowed to have internet? Why is he PO Boxing? Auditions. I guess he wants to hear what you can. You can hear it on the internet. Yeah, the PO box I, is creepier than his shooting of the president. Look, this is the first time he's trying to get a band together. <laughs> he's still stuck <laughs> in 1979, prior yeah. to the killing attempt. What now? The internet? You don't PO box? What are you paying for? Send it to Hinkley, one one five one East Elm, PO box three five. No, John, there's emails now. You just fired over Twitter. God, get up to MySpace at the very least. I'd be in Hinkley's band. He served his time. Yeah. But only if the band's called Sorry Jody. There are a lot of John Hinkley's on Twitter. On P.O. Box? Not easy to not easy to find the real one. Uh, <laughs> the real John Hinkley is all he needs to write. <laughs> At the real bang bang Chuck John Hinkley. Twitter will have the little <laughs> check mark too. <laughs> just write down bang bang Hinkley. I am the author of the Brady Bill. Yeah. Or just hyphen Foster at the end. Hinkley Foster. For those of you who don't know, he tried to kill President Reagan because he loved Jodie Foster. He thought that would impress her. Turns out, Jodie was a lesbian. Even then. Got a couple of quick radio videos. First one's a little pole dancing going on. All right. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Pull it up here. We're getting it. Okay. It's pretty quick. All right. That's a pretty tall ceiling, about 10-foot ceiling. There's a relatively... Oh, it's, it's detached and it's killed another person. There's a girl texting next to the pole with her back turned to the girl climbing the pole. Oh, my God. And it's in a bedroom, too. She's keeping it real. in the concussion protocol. I'll tell you right now. Let me tell you this. Those girls actually used... They're practicing. Oh, yeah. That's a practice. They're in good shape. I'm going to be in a new little John video. <laughs> <laughs> I do this, it'll rain for sure. And it rains One last practice, front. another girl getting hurt. 
She's swinging on one of those yellow uh, low beam parking garage. Oh deals yeah, at seven foot. Get it, get it, get it. Hanging on her. It's one of those cement things that says caution, seven foot clearance. And it's she's using it like a trapeze. Oh man, that almost kills her. Yeah, if she were more over to the yeah, right. Yeah, she was a little to the right. That thing's going to bury in it. Man. Oh, my God. That's a cement tube. Now, you know, if you ever wondered, uh, could I swing on one of those things? The answer is no. The answer is do yes, not about do three times. Oh, yeah, you can, yeah. actually. About but, three yeah. times. It's like a, it's a Tootsie Roll pop. <laughs> That's right. Let go after the second after time. After the second time, let go. <laughs> three. Three is the number. The number shall be three. Four shall not count unless one. Then, of course, proceeds. Five. Three, sir. Uh, it's 7.54. There you go. Uh, that's your Brady Report brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Bud Light. Uh, the Love Master's coming in here. Craig Shoemaker's going to join us in just a little bit, and I'm sure he'll complain about me somehow that I've done something to him. You always do this to me. You always do this to me. <laughs> I haven't even done anything yet, but I'm sure he'll complain. We haven't seen Craig in years. Uh, Craig's coming in here in just moments. We'll chat with him next. There goes your Brady Report. Blink 182 right there, all the small things. Uh, we're talking about Silk Sonic. Going to have their... I got a bunch of emails. Don't tell anybody yet. I know. I don't want to. <laughs> it's sold out, by the way. Can't get tickets. <laughs> the ticket prices for Silk Sonic's little uh, uh, residency up in Vegas. Heavy. Oh, yeah. Thick. Upper deck, 500 bucks, 400 $500 for the second level. Thick. 475 Pretty solid. And by the way, we were wrong, according to emailers that are saying... And nobody really, again, this is where nobody cares about late night TV anymore. It took forever and like two people noticed. It, he uh, Ghost is not on Fallon tonight. Not on Fallon. Oh, good. No. Oh, my God, but thank you so much for all the free publicity. It's so great. Tap the pencil. Tap the pencil. <laughs> oh, my God. It's amazing. It's going to be on Kimmel. I love Kimmel. Jimmy's my friend. He's going to be on Kimmel. Ghost will be on Kimmel. Okay. Which makes more sense. Yeah. Then, because uh, Kimmel's got a little bit of a, I don't know, more of a ghost vibe than does Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy is more Ariana Grande and Blake Shelton, Cabello, and yeah, Blake Shelton's there every day. It's his co-host. He's the Ed McMahon of the Jimmy Fallon <laughs> show. Kimmel actually has like a little—I guess you'd call it an edge. Mm. Well, it's a pretty wimpy edge, but he's got it. Uh, I've also gotten a lot of emails about this, and yes, listeners, I still watch a lot of Channel Three, even though uh, the Dreamboat Brandon Lee is no longer there, and uh, the guy who made me decide to say, you know what, I'm gay now, Brandon Lee. Gave me the courage to say I'm a virtuous homosexual. And you should be doing art soon, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm doing a little art around the house. You know, I do some clay pot throwing, and uh, I make <laughs> cups for kids, and a lot of times the handle's on the inside. Cups for kids? Sure. That dirty. Yeah, cups just for, for cups kids. for kids. Cups for kids in trouble is what I call it. Here's a cup. <laughs> Go beg with this. I give them nice cups. Uh, but I still watch the news, uh, even though it's gotten mixed up, and I don't like it nearly as much as I did, especially the weekend mornings that used to have Jamie Serretta and then uh, somebody else that made Jamie Serretta seem like she wasn't happy with them. Back in the old days, there was a girl named Lena that was there, and they used to always talk about smelling my bacon. And, Morning, Arizona. Is that bacon I smell? And I always teased them because I'm like, please stop. And then they stopped, and then I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Hold the tick. I think what I might be responsible for this. And then they had this little round table. Let's talk about what's going Water cooler. And this terrible segment where the two ladies on Saturday tried to have natural conversation without teleprompters, which they're completely incapable of and uh, laughable for about five minutes. And you realize about a minute and a half in, they've got to fill and they're trying to talk to each other and they can't do it. Now, currently, the, the main problem now is they got that 
uh, hot little Emma Lockhart, and then uh, the other one, Kylie. Uh, what's her last name? Cruz. Right? I think that's it. I think that, that sounds right. But uh, they they have moments. Oh, and then it's Monica Garcia also. And Monica's very pretty. Uh, she has like kids. She can't get through a story without mentioning those goddamn kids. And then, uh, but then they always try to like add on to the story. Oh, I remember once in high school that they add something personal to it, and it just won't end. They don't know how to talk to each other, so their banter is so uncomfortable. Not when Jamie Serretta was there. Jamie was there, and when she was fed up, you knew it. And when she was uh, trying to move forward, you knew it. She just got tired of it. She's Serretta Candon money. She doesn't need this TV nonsense. And uh, everybody's emailing, did you see her getting the ice bath? Did you see her? She did a story about the ice baths. Uh, there's businesses. And I've been an ice bath fan for a long time now. Last year, I was hopping in and out of the pool in the winter. Gets down to about 46, 47 degrees. And ice baths get about the same, a little bit cooler than that. You were looking at trying to either buy one or figure out I how to I was working on trying to get one together and then try to make it so you didn't have to you know, clean it all the time and stuff. So, uh, But I liked it. Uh, getting in the pool, I'm like, well, in the wintertime, this is easy. It gets down ice cold water. So I was getting in the pool. But ice baths are a big deal. And it does feel good. But Jamie Serretta got, one, got in one on the news the other day. And listen to this as she gets in. This is erotic. The news lady. Into the belly and then step into the water in power. Deep inhale. Good job, Jamie. This is what cold feels like. Well done. And when second. you're ready, you will stand in full empowerment. Deep inhale. <laughs> this is what cold feels like. You are calm. So like she's got some cans there. Oh, shoot. I didn't see that. All the way out. <laughs> Listening to her. Well, they were floating there. Standing <laughs> up. I'm watching the news. I'm half hard sitting there going, Jamie's in there that ring that dumb bell and you're just here. Uh, uh, deep breaths, just deep, strong into the belly. Let it out. Look at them cans, man. <laughs> that's what every guy watching is saying. Exactly. And that's the Such reason. Me. That's the reason they stuffed her in that ice cold water. Jamie, that stupid bell, but listen to her breathing. Like. Listen to this. Well done. And when you're well ready, you will see full empowerment. Deep inhale. This is what cold <laughs> feels like. It's news for crying out loud. You are calm. <laughs> oh, man, that is a, okay. that is a porn it. hub journal thing. There's a blind guy. Who's going, ah, I, Phenomenal. So thanks to Jamie Serretta. And again. Did you feel it? I felt it. Not to say that I programmed the show, but I did mention a few years ago that they should start dunking her in water more often for ratings. And now look what's <laughs> happening. I mean, it was ice cold, but. Took like them what, a while. Like what Fred said. They did it. The big cans. <laughs> Every guy watching that's like, oh, what is going on here? That's why you got the emails. Yeah, we're going to dunk uh, one of our larger uh, chested news correspondents in some water now for news. That's a news story. Remember when the news used to be about, you know, fires and people drowning in car wrecks? No. Let's take one with big cans and stuff her in some water and make her you moan. you see the can dip, man? <laughs> it works. <laughs> Ratings through the moon. That needs to be a nightly segment. And now our own Emma Lockhart's going to get in the dunk tank. Ah, oh, ah. Oh. So cold. Ah. And that's the news. Walter Cronkite never threw to a large chested woman. Now we go to the ice chest. And the giant can correspondent that's going to climb in and moan for you. Ah, Walter. Oh. Tom Brokaw. Yeah. That <laughs> Let's take a look over here at the ice baths while people are getting their huge breasts soaking wet with cold water. NBC News tonight, we dunk a hot, big-breasted woman in water. 
She did what? Yeah, Erwin, he'd be all over. Find out what our correspondents did tonight. Her boobs got what? Fifteen. You can buy one of those. They're, yeah, this is what I started looking at with the real good ice baths. They're like ten grand. That one's seventeen. That's insane. It's a bucket of ice water. I was just gonna say, what do you get? I mean, other than the not only is it well, a bucket of ice water, this is like a livestock. Yeah, That's yeah. The ca- yeah well, the, cow the difference trough. is though that they've got little jets and then drains, built-in cleaners, uh, and cleaners, and a filter and stuff. Otherwise, you can get one of those. I was gonna get a trough and build a uh, like a box around it. And then just fill it with ice and then hose it out and then have a little drain pull on it. But then you start thinking leaves and all this other crap. And What's the difference if you just have a big bathtub it. in your bedroom yeah, or something? There's that, the too. Ice and that's what I said. I'm like, we've got a big yeah. pool that's like 45 degrees right now. And that's that's all you really need. They have those cryo tanks that say you're down to 210 below, and I've yeah. done those a few times. You're, you're standing in. And you're burning your feet like a I've done those a bunch of times. Yeah. There's nothing to those. There's They're... they're it's cold, but it's not that bad. It's like a cold breeze. It's not that big a deal. Noah Syndergaard promotes these guys. The water, the ice baths work. Well, baseball, that's how they live. That's yeah, how yeah, yeah. athletes, you know, after a long, you know, double headers and things, you get in that ice bath. It rejuvenates all your muscles. It feels phenomenal. Circulation. Cold water, Expansion, pool, contraction. Hop in the pool, man. That's all you need to do. But, or get Jamie Serretta to get into this big chunk of ice. Uh, 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 we'll be right back with babies drowning and apartment fires. Arizona's family. Uh, uh. And, of course, Brett reacts, as does the everyman. <laughs> She's got some big cans on her. Which one? The news correspondent in the water. What's going on in there? You know, the one dunking her cans in the water. Oof. What other reason is there to watch that episode? None. <laughs> I don't need uh, all those news people telling me that 15 people died in a fire tornado ravaged Kansas. Here's Jamie Soretta dunking her giant cans in ice water. I'm in. I'm watching that. I like it, but I yeah. can't stand that tone. If it's Dragon's <laughs> Quest, in yeah, which... Get rid of that drone. Yeah, it's Dragon's oh. Quest, in which story I'm going to choose. Oh, yeah. I'm not choosing the baby drowning stories. I'm leading with Jamie Soretta dunking her cans in the water. That's the good news. Jamie Soretta's got a great story. My friend on Bumble flipping through, and there she is. Shows up on the app. Gave him the old thumbs up. I don't know how that works, but she showed up on his deal. And he's like, hey, that news lady with, of course, like Brett said, the huge cans, just uh, liked me on uh, Bumble or whatever one it was. And I'm like, no kidding. I said, well, give her a give her a poke. Is that what you could poke her? So he fires back. He goes, hi, how are you? And she, first question, do you have kids? Yeah, two. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> she didn't want anything to do with being a stepmom. And I, well, I fell in love. Uh, nothing. I, mean, I fell in love with her more. Huge cans and hates yeah. kids. Have gun will travel. Where are we going? <laughs> well, that's a perfect woman. I don't like kids, and my cans are massive. Will you marry me, Miss Dolly Parton? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, Jamie, thank you for doing that. News feature, hard-hitting. Correspondence in water. Love it. So good they did it in the morning and then again at night. They reran it. Hey, did you guys see Jamie in the water? We'll rerun it again tonight after the baby drowning stories. Okay. Three babies were found in a Glendale pool. Two lived. One's going to be retarded forever. Here's Jamie in water, and this is what it's supposed to look like. Ah, ah. Those babies didn't make that noise, that's for sure. That was sexy. Thanks, Jamie. Sorry about the families. Dave just emailed me. Send me the link. I want to see those cans. <laughs> They're big. Just Google it. Jamie yeah. Serretta, cold water bath. Yeah. Now, the only better one would have been Brandon Lee in there. His tattooed body all. <laughs> Speedo. <gasps> have them in there together. I mean, Brandon wouldn't have done it. That would have been gross to him, but... There's a lady in my wallet.
Anywho, just want to throw that in there. Yes, I did see it, and it is worth it. So it's on, if you want to see a lady moaning to orgasm in an ice bath with giant cans, azfamily.com. That's where you go for that. (laughs) That's where you hit that. You strap that one on. Beautiful. Uh, The Love Master is going to join us in just seconds. Craig Shoemaker comes in next. It's 98. Like what's going on? There's some subterfuge going on in the hallway here. There's, there's people, not me, telling the producer of this show what to do. I did I'm not, not kind of, tell him what you to do. Did. I asked him a question, a clarifying question, if I could say something. Oh, you get it? And okay, so if yeah. I could say a certain thing on the right. air, Understood. because I didn't want you. I have a thing called SIFTA. Save it for the air. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I have SIFTA, and I wanted to, this punchline yeah. would not have the effect if I asked you if I could say this certain thing. Okay, I understand. And since Toledo's in the other room, it doesn't matter. I don't need his laugh. Got it. Craig Shoemaker <laughs> is here, and Craig is at uh, Desert Ridge, CB Live at Desert Ridge. Tonight, tomorrow, all the way through the weekend, CBLive.com, usually here around uh, Valentine's Day, a couple weeks early this year. The Love Master makes its return and yes. kind of comes in here. And Well, we can always make love earlier oh. than Valentine's Day. You That's know? right. We can do it anytime although, we want. Although I'm married. So yeah. you don't get it at and all. she's on menopause, which I think that oh. means put men on pause. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty much what it is. Is it a rough menopause? It's well, whatever it is, I'm not getting anything. Right, but is she going crazy too? Because yeah, I have a, a friend little, whose little, wife a little bit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit. And you know, she was always my hippie girl. Yeah, know, all new age. Yeah. She actually said to me when we got married, she goes, "You know, it's spiritual to fart." I go, "Well, you'd marry the Dalai Lama. You'll be praying all right. You married the right guy. I am as spiritual as it gets. Welcome to the gas I'm cathedral, as close to Buddha, as you'll ever find." My uh, grandma, when she, my dad was always afraid of menopause, and I was a kid. I didn't know what it was. My, my dad was always like, oh, they go crazy at a certain age. They go crazy. And he'd tell and me this. Absolutely. If you talked about it all, like, when they turn about 45, 50, you got to start looking out. Wow. And it was, it was uh, post-traumatic. The reason why is because he was uh, uh, like he was young, and his, uh, I think his parents had him as an accident later in life. So she was probably 40-something when she had him. So he's about 8, 9, 10 years old, and she uh, laid in the kitchen and poured ketchup all over her face and around her head and locked all the doors and windows to the house. And laid in the middle of the kitchen when he came home from school. And he, uh, oh, like, he's looking in the window, and there's his dead mother on the ground. Whoa. And so he busts the door down to go in and help her. And she's just laughing and having the time of her life. Then tears, then laugh, and then tears. And his dad came home super strict. And he's like, who broke my door? <laughs> and she didn't back it up. She didn't tell him. He's like, mom was laying dead in the kitchen. Oh, you're out of your mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he got just... The tar beat out of him all over At least over there's some farm. sense of humor. My oh, wife's yeah. lost all of that. She's oh, the one to book me on this gig. She, he'll take half. And, and he's, he's playing a mall in Desert Ridge. Get him out. <laughs> Get him yeah. out. You're strip mauling right I now. I hear her in the other room going, Guam? Yeah, you need comedy. <laughs> She's just trying to get me out of the country. Now, uh, you reminded us, but last time you were here, you were bragging uh, and dropping names about oh how you're best God. friends with Bruce Jenner. I did and, not say I was best yeah. friends. I said uh, I was friends and we were golfing, and you jumped into let's have a threesome. No, I said <laughs> That's I would it, love. I love the way you describe it. Let's do, let's do it right here. I just said the name. You're going, oh, I'm oh all no, over that's that. not true. That's not true. The and way you it was golf at the same club. Yeah, I'm best friends with, with her. I me, did never me, said best love friends. It, Jenner. <laughs> And then, Lovitz uh, golf's there, too. Uh, yeah, I know. That's, that's exactly <laughs> I remember right. your story. But I don't do best. best. There's no best, okay? For Larry David. Matter of fact, I still you. have a very tough time with the transition. I've been playing 30 years with Bruce Jenner, yeah. you know? and I have a hard time. 
I grew up with Kathy Breen. Her name's Kathleen now. I have a hard time with that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do Kathleen, okay? So don't get me on a pronoun and act like I'm a jackass. I have a hard time when people say their name differently. Yeah, don't get mad at me. This yeah, don't bad. get mad at me for that. Yeah. And I, the other day, I, we ran into one another, which is- You and Caitlin? Look, yeah, it's, look, it's an odd thing. The person I golfed with, we celebrity golf tournaments- I got a trophy, by the way, for closest to the car. I'm killing it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they team you up with celebrities. Sure. Me, Ray Romano, and a playmate, Lisa Durgan. And, you know, golf is sexual. When you think it is, oh when yeah, you think, he that's goes, why I stopped playing with Brady. She, she goes, I think I went in the water. Ray's like, I don't think you're wet. I mean, the ball, the ball yeah. went in the water. <laughs> Everything's shabs yeah. and, and you know, it's true. Touch and knocking all that it goes. stiff. Yeah, he's off the lip. <laughs> off the stuff. The lip. So then we're playing Rim. with his hottie, yeah. and, and so I, I couldn't concentrate. But anyway, Caitlin uh, the other day was at the golf course and warming up, and had this white. You know, like this is the cover of Wheaties, and it's very hard to adjust. You know, I'm going. This is like, <laughs> the last, the picture in the mind is yeah. from the seventies. You are not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the cover, yeah, the greatest the male athlete yes. ever, and it's, and literally from the turn has so much makeup on both shoulders in this white outfit had tons of makeup on it. Brown. Yeah, it looked yeah. like a Picasso painting on each shoulder. I think Bruce was wearing makeup too, though. What's that? Bruce probably had a lot of makeup. No, on. no, yeah. nothing like this. And plus, there was a tank top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, was like, there was no makeup. Imagine and, and heaving. I, oh. And there's no heaving. Look, there's the Wheaties box. Imagine Caitlin wearing that around the house. And then I said, and then mm. I said, uh, I want to. And I must have said four different times, "Hey, bro," because I used the word "bro." <laughs> I said "bro," and I'm going, "Oh, geez, take that one back." And then I said it again. I'm a natural bro guy. That's just how I talk. You go For to thirty bro. years. It's been bro. Yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah. Does she respond well to Does bro? she get offended? It doesn't say anything. Yeah. No. no. It doesn't Not say anything. It doesn't correct me. No. Hmm. What does she call you? Uh, <laughs> Craig. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys, because uh, the last time you were here, we tried, uh, you had, you were dropping names, going crazy, saying how you're Stop good Stop with friends. the dropping names. Well, it's kind of how it went. And I said, I would totally charm her uh, completely. And I said, I asked you, as a friend now, would you give it a run? That's a brand new hoo-ha down there. Would you give it a run? You know what I'm saying. Would I give her a run? Old in out in out. Well, you would. I oh, would he not. Would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, he totally I would in a heartbeat. I was repulsed by you. The thought. Why wouldn't you? Well, first of all, it's brand new. No, 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 no. There's not even a shot. Even <laughs> even in menopause, he doesn't find you attractive. <laughs> it's new. Yeah. I'm uh, just. Who's not turning my... who down? I'm. I'm not even looking that. Yeah, direction. but if you did, huh? If you asked her out, do you think she'd go? Uh, we'll pay for no, it. No, she's with a hottie. <laughs> Oh, she's got a oh, the oh, trench. She's yeah, a lesbian. Blonde I is unbelievable. Right. This, I mean, I was, it looks like a blonde Kardashian. If the two of them, I, said, I didn't. I, I wasn't speaking, by the way, when we met, and then and I'm going, I'm checking her out, and all of a sudden leads in, time to go home, Caitlin. I go, oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, one, yeah. whoa, whoa, I forgot that one was a fella too. It's a fella, yeah. Is it still a fella? I, I haven't. I don't know that. So if the we, three of them wanted to take you home, oh, hey, she is. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah. What, what, what would you? No, no <laughs> I don't understand my, it's you. It's not my jam. It's I, not I, my, look at that. That's a good. That's you. You couldn't do as well with non-penist women. I have to tell you that it that's is a good photo. Very, very attractive. But yeah, it's just I just not. I don't like. I mean, I like my own. 
I'm like any guy. I've always, I've tried, you know, you know I your way around the go thing. Go down on myself. You know, every, every guy's done that. Absolutely. Does it make you gay if you have somebody push your head the extra three inches? <laughs> If you've got a spotter, a you spotter, might be gay. If you have My a spotter, you, you go, hey, come over here. And yeah. they just, all they do is just give you a little, they can even do it from a distance, just like put a their stick. hand out. That's not gay, it right, bro? <laughs> you just put a stick through a wall and you lean on the stick and go, now! And then they push the stick from the other room. You don't have to go that far. Why not? They, they can blindfold or whatever it is. I have you know, to go that some far. Some device that makes your head. Wait. Stick. You need that extra three inches of help. Like the guy who drops the guillotine, he's in yeah. a he's in a <laughs> the hood. He's in the hood. <laughs> he just stands next to you, in just underwear. And when he sees that you need help, <laughs> he helps. I like this idea. Oh we should start God. a club. I hate this show. But- <laughs> Consensus, not gay. I travel the whole country to yeah. impress. This is not. I usually have a else. book. I say, here, lead me into this joke. This place here. Oh my God, I've got yeah. a guillotine. Yeah, <laughs> well, you're the one who brought it up in a sheath. <laughs> what word did I you ask Toledo? It's, it's, shut up when I brought it up. You bring these things out. So it's you your tried sick to, mind. We, it's we had the morning sickness. We had to talk to our managers last time you were here because we what? were we, no, not because of bad things. We said we got to take Monday off if Craig arranges the foursome. At uh, was it Bel Air or is it uh, which Sherwood. one are you playing at? Sherwood. Sherwood. Okay, Sherwood. Yeah, so you're at Sherwood. Passes, yeah. So we go. Oh, okay. Oh, it's out there. So we were going to take that Monday off and head out to Sherwood and golf with you and Caitlin, and you arranged it. And it was going to happen. I was trying to arrange it. And, and then they- I had nine holes, if I remember, to charm Caitlin into talking her to take me A to her house tub. back into the hot tub. And you said I couldn't do it. I, and I said I of guarantee Of course I, I did. But no, I, re- I recall we should have a replay of this. I recall you would have her by the 10th hole. Oh, like, yeah, that's what yeah, I that's said. What I had saying. nine holes, and by the tenth hole. No, but you'd be making out, not in a house. You'd be making out on <laughs> I mean, the course is what I remember. He might have said that. I would have had to. I'll tell <laughs> you I this. I think that's what they remember. The assistant dropped me as a friend. Yeah, you were because it caused trouble. It got back. But it, all I, I was saying I didn't know was, your show had such reach. Yes, <laughs> no one. <laughs> Caitlin's in her house No right now, one was listening. going to come on to her the way I had planned since the transition like no one was going to be that forward like i i had intention of charming her like my god this is what it's like to be yeah. an attractive woman like this guy is all over me and i'd have pretended i really didn't know who bruce was and this, i'm just into older chicks that's what you were gonna do yeah, that would have been my whole plan oh, and phony. then the next thing you know i'm like put those medals on and i'd have just oh, you have medals i'd have been choking around with the medals and <laughs> yeah. the whole carotene situation that's why i wanted to be tied to a door oh, would have been awesome god. But you, you blew so it. I want so a then year, she called I want a year no. of, you know, a little bit of ignoring me, and now it's going to go back to that again. Yeah, well, just as I started, you know, text, you're welcome. I just texted yesterday. I said, <laughs> I'll come over and help out with your knee. What's wrong with her knee? Oh, she got a knee operation? Knee operation. Yeah. Oh, yeah? How are you going to do that? What are you going to do to help I was, her? Uh, I said, you want me to bring you anything. but uh, That's nice. All, yeah, well, you know, that's what friends do. Is it? Even though I say bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even though I'm really bad at being Is Sophia going to be there? Is it weird to be a friend like with her now? I'm, we're not that good of friends. We just know each other from you know golf through the right. years. And but then you want to go to her house and help her. Like, I remember though. I remember though. This does say something about my character. I believe that they would tell me at Sherwood. They said you're one of the very few. This is back before the transition that he golfs with. Oh really? Yeah. See what I found. The celebrity things though. He would watch me from up in the uh, hotel room on the balcony. Yeah. And not come down in the party. You know, he said he had a very good set last night. I said, "How do you know? I didn't see." You. He said, "Oh, I was I was watching." No listening, kidding, listening on the balcony. Yeah, he's an admirer from afar. Yeah, well, I, 
I would imagine, nice. doesn't want to be with people in this uncomfortable situation. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the, during the, you know, when the, in the transition. I find it odd, though, that the story about the knee surgery a few weeks ago was like, oh, I've been putting this off for 25 years. I'm like, this is the surgery that you were trepidatious about? <laughs> 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 this is the one that, that left you feeling Finally? like, oh, I got to put this one off. It's the a knee surgery. The, the other one, yeah, knocking that yeah, out. Just, yeah. just knock it out. Yeah, get that. Get, go get a Dremel. I wonder we'll do if this there was a two for one. You know, <laughs> hey, while you're down yeah, there with the you, knee, just, just a little a lipo. Lot of people just, do. Just keep going. When, when you're working the balls there, you're a good foot and a half away from the, the knee. <laughs> yeah. If we could just repair that. That's what happened, you know, with Jennifer Gray with her nose. Oh, I forgot about you and Jennifer Gray. Oh yeah, you know. that was a, you were in love for years. No, would you stop? You, jeez, <laughs> you? The longer I'm away here, well, I have to I gotta get it straight. The stories well, to get it straight. He was a Wolverine for you a while. Were, you were with Wolverine. Jennifer. You were the uh, you were no, her real life no, Patrick no. Swayze listen, for listen, decades. No, no, she was. We were friends. This is post operation. Nose operation. Nose oh, operation, right? And and we were friends, and then suddenly she started sending me pictures and looked like and it stuff? was on. No, no, no oh. boobs, just like. I still have the photos of like her three by five cards this is before the internet. Of three by five <laughs> index cards, index cards. Just drawings holding, of them, her? holding them up and saying I "Miss you," and I'm going, "Whoa, what's up? What's up?" It's <laughs> like a Bob five. Dylan video. This is like this is like old school, you know? Okay. Uh, like how, these are Polaroids of her, like help not me. Polaroids and... are I don't know. They're not even selfies. There was no such thing. She probably had someone take them. She was in the Hamptons or whatever, and she sends the photos. I miss you. Huh? It's I, I miss, miss you. you, and I've got a whole series of them yeah. in a tank top. That's it, though. And is it on your and phone? I, and I said, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I might. I Let's might see have. Them. I, I no, no, no. <laughs> Come on, Craig. God, I'll get him okay. to you. Okay, anyway, yeah, fire him over. So she, so she came back to L.A. and I'm like, you know, it's on. And uh, so I said, let's go meet my. Uh, do you know who Trisha Yearwood is? Yeah. yeah. She was married to a guy from the Mavericks, right? And they were like fans. The Dallas line. Mavericks? No, no the band. Oh, the band. The band. Mavericks. Great okay. band. By okay. The way. Okay. And she gotcha. was married to the bass player Rob. Anyway, and they were we're on the same record label, so they were like fans of mine and stuff. So they invited me to the show, the Mavericks. I, I invited my friend Linda, this tough talking New York, New York or New Jersey chick. Anyway, I said. We get up to this like area upstairs. I said, "Linda, this is Jennifer. Jennifer, this is Linda." She has no idea because of her nose that oh, it's no. Jennifer Gray. So <laughs> I said, "Let's go to the foundation room." I said, "I got the guy with the velvet rope." She goes, "I'll just, I'll get us in. I'll just tell him I'm Jennifer Gray." Linda has no idea. She goes, "Ha, that's a great idea." And I'll be Shannon Doherty because <laughs> I, I look more like her than you do, Jennifer Gray. And she, oh. and she starts doing shtick. Yeah. I'll say, "Don't put baby in the corner," and you say, nine zero two one no." And I'm going, by the way, I look more like Shannon Doherty. <laughs> and she keeps going, and Jennifer's not correcting her and telling her so. So. Then Trisha comes up to visit us, and she, she she knows who it is, I guess. So obviously, because we, you'll see her it happen. She goes, "Oh, I got to go sing with the band." And she looks up, we're, we're like up in the balcony. And she goes, "This next song goes out to my new friend Jennifer Gray, be my baby from Dirty Dancing." And Jennifer, uh, my friend uh, Linda, turns white as a sheet, and then she's a ventriloquist. <laughs> Okay, you didn't tell me it's Jennifer Gray. Why didn't you tell me? It's a Jennifer. And I'm like, I told you it's Jennifer. No, they use last names. Look at his last names. It's underneath Jennifer. You're an idiot. She goes, I'm trying to So I, you will not believe how this story ends, right? And then she goes, I'm so sorry, Jennifer. Cut to, do you know who Raleigh Fingers is? Oh, of yeah. course. Oh, yeah. What's he known for? The Rolex Relief Man of the Year. And the, what, what, the handlebar. Oh, his mustache. Yeah. yeah. I swear this is true. I'm in Vegas. This is a few 
just a few years ago. This is just years and years after. I keep ripping on Linda. She now lives in Vegas. I keep ripping on her. <laughs> I rip on her for. I think I even ripped on her on stage that night. I said, Linda, meet me. Uh, come with me in the bar. I'm meeting a friend over there. And the friend is my friend Raleigh Fingers. But I didn't tell her his name's Raleigh yet. She walks right up to him. She walks ahead of me. She goes, hey, "What's with the mustache? What are you, Raleigh effing fingers?" <laughs> Two for two. He goes, yeah. he goes, as a matter of fact, I am. She goes, you don't have to use last names when somebody's name is Raleigh. Well, I didn't say his name even. Oh. She ran ahead of me. Oh, she got like, up she, they, she didn't gun. even realize that was the friend we were meeting. She <laughs> just walks up. She goes, yeah, what's with that mustache? What do you, Raleigh, have to <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. She turned white as a sheet again. She goes, oh, no, this is going to be another 20 years of torture. <laughs> Uh, Craig Shoemaker's live at uh, or CB Live at Desert Ridge tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday, all weekend long. And uh, you've avoided the COVID. You said you haven't caught it yet, which is good. And, I build uh, my immune system. Whatever you're doing, you're not. That's what you I do. I build my immune system. <laughs> you're tougher than the from than laughter. The world. From laughter, you never <laughs> notice how it, it heals. It, it does. Laughter does heal. So what if you catch it? Relieves stress. And now stuff all this like uh, bloviating. Uh, what if you catch it? Stop with the blue. <laughs> Stop blowing. You had it yet? I had it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. there you go, blover. But that's what I'm saying. If you if you say, because uh, this is what people, ah, you can't catch it, and laugh too much, and then you're going to catch it, and be like, well, then you're okay. So then garbage. I get it. I, whatever. But you then know, all this I'm goes just saying to nothing. My chances are minimized by having good health. Okay. By laughing. And we don't talk about that. We don't talk about all Very the cancer true. that's out there. You don't walk up to people going, you know, they do with the mask thing. Yeah. People driving alone with a mask, like that. they're getting it from the radio. <laughs> this show, maybe. I know you could be getting it. Maybe here. Yeah. Or if there's a meal in front of you, suddenly you're building a perimeter. It's not spreading anymore. <laughs> yeah. If you're I'm sitting down. I'm walking Vegas with a chicken bone going, I'm eating. I mean, shut up. <laughs> no mask. I'm, I'm going out of my mind. I swear. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's been nuts. It, it, it's, people are nuts right yeah. now, and they just repeat the information that they're handed, you know. So I I say cancer is way worse. We all know right. people that die of cancer. Everybody sure. knows yeah. lots of people that die of cancer. Right. You should walk up to people if you're going to demask them and say, hey, get that bad burger out of your mouth. There's carcinogens in there. Very true. If you're really, really concerned about how everybody's, you know, feeling and stuff like that. So, look, I really do believe that comedians are essential workers. I really believe that. We are bringing healing laughs. I mean, you're oxygenating your body, healing endorphins are being released when you laugh. So even if you don't go see me after these stories today, I doubt you will. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to go see the guy that wants somebody to press his head down so he can can get I'm going to pay to see that show. (laughs) Tonight. I don't have that. That's new closer, right? CB Live in Desert Ridge, wherever the hell that is. Bring out the executioner. And then the last thing you do is the push down to see how far you can get. That's my closer now. And then you have another guy with a Sharpie that draws a line to see how far we've gone. If we've hit a new personal All you hear is, good night, everybody. I'm the love master. love master, baby. There it is. Six feet social distance. Six feet. That's just the tip. That's right, baby. Oh, yeah. So, yeah yes, but, I will be there. Or go see somebody else if you don't see me. Lavelle Crawford's Ari Shafir. And, and Ari's here. Lavelle, yeah. It's a great weekend. Oh, you're a great weekend you, of comedy. You have a yeah. choice. Actually, go to one a night. Go, you go to a couple. Wouldn't that be great? It would I mean, be the best weekend that's ever. Pe- more people should do that. And it costs so much less money. You go to a you go to a sporting event. I just watched. I was in, watching my Eagles in Tampa last week. Nice. They didn't score in all first half. Yeah. You, you almost think, beat them. You think they were ready to put me in? Yeah. I would have done better. <laughs> they, but no points. I could have done that. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like how much money do you spend yeah. on these sporting events? A lot. You were down there comedy, for that game? I, yeah, yeah, comedy. I guarantee you.
it is well worth oh, the yeah. money. It's so much less than these sporting events or even a concert. You know, it's two hours. You get a dinner in there somewhere most of the time. Some snacks, I'm delicious you, drinks. Yeah. You're it's, laughing your it's, ass it's off. It's the greatest night out you could have, and more people should do it. We should start to have. That's what's going to shift the world. Is you got to shift it through happiness and joy and love and disagree. levity. You disagree? Totally disagree. Oh, he's been way too much love in the world. It hasn't been working. It hasn't. Look at where we are. Where are you tuning into love? Have you ever watched a news program? Since those hippies, the Beatles, the Beatles started. We have a little love segment. We'd like to get to (laughs) back to you, Bob. I don't watch that. Back to Bob with the love love. segment. No, you don't watch that because it doesn't exist. The news all gets you upset. Then the drug company sponsors the news that hands the anxiety they just gave you. You know what I saw? They give you anxiety, and then they have the answer for it with nineteen other side effects that are lead to more crap. This is new to me. I don't see any love or laughter on these shows. They might have. One little kitten up a tree at the very end of the at the very end of the, uh, of the yeah. There's a little segment at the but end. we've tried a the little love. segment. Yes, the Bible preaches all that love, and it has never worked. So I think Stop more it with the Bible, more judgment and more uh, just dismissal, and we'll be happier. <laughs> dismissal of and ignoring things, more ignoring things. So all this getting in touch with yourself has not worked. Over the last couple generations of like, love this kid more, don't smack your kid around, all that. Look that, what it's no, led that, us to. That's different. Yeah, that we that's need different. to that's less love. love. That's not love. We're talking about two different kinds Hitting of love. Hitting them is love is what you're saying. You no, agree no, with I'm me. not <laughs> saying that. I'm, say, I'm saying. <laughs> Hit them with I the love. Hit them with is, the love stick. Take like, away his well, inhaler. That's just Okay. Right. Take away Take away his breathing device. That's how to teach him. That's right. That's how to teach him. Eat a peanut. Yeah. Oh, they're all allergic to everything. You know what they're allergic to? Fun. How about some more fun? Exactly. Get them out Having a good listen, time. Listen, I, you know what it is. I'm, Dismiss I'm them. I'm Philly, but I'm also very loving. I'm, I'm, between, yeah. I'm stuck between Namaste and kiss my ass. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Everybody <laughs> said that's a good mantra. I like that. That's my I, mantra. I like I'm right that. there because I do have a lot of love, but I also have a lot of. I, you know, I actually ask people in the audience. I go, how many people hate people right now? The whole oh, audience cheers. Everybody. You know, I figured out why we lead the world in hoarding toilet paper. We have the most assholes. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty nice. <laughs> Was that what you asked Toledo? Yeah, I, did. Ah, I knew it. <laughs> That's the word I would get. That's genius. That was genius. That was the word. That's Rasputin. Yeah, I, 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 I feel pretty good about scary. that. Scary. Yeah. Well, I knew wow. it. It was that a good was like joke. A, a half an hour ago. That was a problem. Well, I'm not forgetting that. You, you'd be wow. commandeered my he, staff. He, he's been thinking <laughs> this. He's I've been thinking the whole time. The whole time. He's I'm thinking, waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Bring him out there. I'm trying to find the reason they brought. Then you find yourself happier during me COVID. On that. I did ask him if I could say that yeah. word. That's and you nailed it. And you and you worked it in nicely. And then I ruined and it. And I waited a little while. Yeah, you ruined it. <laughs> I, I explained like, it. It's like showing. There's a rabbit in his sleeve. That's exactly what you just did. I know how that trick happened. You showed up. Penn and Teller with magic. Yeah, you could have said b-holes, too. Wouldn't have worked. No. You're right. That was right to ask. I know what works. You were right to ask. I've been doing this a little while. Oh. you got a couple under your belt. You're doing good, kid. Yeah, Craig, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. One you of know, these days. You're going to meet some have celebrities. something to fall back on, but you never know. <laughs> yeah. What would you have done with uh, without uh, comedy? Well, I, was, I was actually, I worked in a law firm. I was going to do that route. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, I was going to do the lawyer route. No kidding. Yeah, but then when you had to double up the amount of school, I'm so like, much. School. I'm, out, I'm out on this, yeah. and you actually had to study and get real grades. <laughs> I had to sit in a lawyer's office once with good lawyers uh, because some lady said I had defamed her. Imagine. And so uh, we're going back and forth, and she tells me the story of her childhood, and I just and I said I'm done with this. Like I was supposed to listen. I'm like I'm done with this. And we start talking. The lawyer said to me, "Did you ever consider being a lawyer? That was actually brilliant." And I'm like, "Thank you." And I'm like, but no. I'm like, the school. Like, I'm so lazy when it comes to that. I, I would love yeah. the idea if they could just plug you in. 
Yeah, the, yeah without aware. without the yeah. you know references to books oh. and, you know, and reading. <laughs> yeah, oh, all that reading, all that reading stuff. Oh. Well, you could just be passionate about you know, like like what we're talking about here. Like yes. if there was a, if there was like if we were like lawyers for this generation mm-hmm. and we were defending <laughs> on how careful we are with them. You know, yeah. like no outs and no runs for the first two years of Little League. Oh. So how about gutter guards on, oh. when you're playing, when you're bowling, bowling. so Skyler oh. doesn't get her gutter and have issues for the rest of his life? <laughs> My son's like, oh, he's all excited. I got a strike. I go, no, you don't want four bumpers. That's a zero. I'm marking down with a pencil. and learn how to add without a calculator, you little spoiled ass. See, I'm sorry. Namaste. 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 God breathe. bless my heart. See, breathe I'm, in, I'm, breathe I'm, out. I'm, see, I thought, I thought COVID made us realize uh, how much we don't like being out and amongst people. I, I found it to be one of the well, you. greatest times of life, and it didn't do a very good job of thinning the herd. It was kind of a failure. Yeah. You wanted more. <laughs> I wanted more of it to kind of clear the earth a little. A calling. Yeah, really? We were filling up, don't you think? We were a little overflowed on humanity. Well, but it, it, it doesn't have a selection process, though. It's the ones no. we... We would like to select the ones that are out. Right. And well, I don't want to I don't look, Hitler, I'm not into this kind of talk. <laughs> I, I, I'm all for an equality of death. I, I have no race I'm after like you. I'm just saying I want like a good number, a bigger number. Now yeah, we, we got too involved in stuff. Now that I can say the word, no, we want to rid the well, assholes. Oh, you know, if that's a race, I'm all for it. That's what I'm trying to what say. Race that's, are you saying that's a race. race. You know what I say? Which you know, race? You know, I've always said that it's not a race. It's just people that act like that. That could be any race. Yeah, but I know who you're talking about. No, you're talking about like a bad driver. <laughs> right. You know what they should do? They should mark mark your car with a helicopter comes down. If you do some bad move, and they put an A on top of your car, Scarlet letter. right? You get the A for the you, day. You get the A and. It, and it stays there, and then if you do a second violation, they come down with a big magnet, and they put you on Asshole Island. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they that just, just ram into each tongue? other. Yeah, that's perfect. I like that's that. That's my idea. theory. That's what I'm trying to say. You act like that, you yeah. deserve it. But right? eventually, there would be 7 billion people on one island. Because we're going to all tried, stumble though. into the trap. Didn't the English do that with Australia? Yeah. Kind of? And it became Asshole Island. <laughs> yeah. And look, it's like one of the most beautiful places. <laughs> yeah. Look what those assholes did. It, it worked out. With an a. <laughs> maybe that's what it means that's, in like uh, That could, yeah, in, could be Aborigines. Yeah. Hey, what's in Australia? Yeah. I've, got might, I've, got a, I've got a pain in my yeah. Australia. <laughs> that's it's, all the Aborigines said. Australia, Australia. And just kept pointing at those prisoners. Look at these mice. Beautiful It's grade nine. Maybe, maybe that is what happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, nobody's asking Aborigines. We're just going too far. I coach little league. I they'll cancel a game if there's a cloud in the sky. I played on broken glass in yeah. Philadelphia. <laughs> the only grass in the entire field was in the coach's bong. <laughs> no, <laughs> run it out. That's, and they dress these kids in all these pads and a cage helmet. It's a ball, not a landmine. Hurt locker. It was like maker. A, like a Kevlar beekeeper. Yeah. How old are your kids? I got all ages. Bro. Yeah. You did you get new ones? Don't call me bro. I'm not Caitlin. Oh, jeez, I did. Didn't. <laughs> I did the same category. Then, then well, respond you're with Caitlin, to him. Then yeah. you are. I am a bro. Yeah, okay. That's right. Okay. So. You have uh, young ones and old ones, too? Uh, yeah, I got everything. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, Why well, are you I so got, aloof uh, about this? from 8 to 22. Are you, like, hiding in one of them? You're not real sure you should talk about it? You what? Seem, well, I'm asking how old your kids are, and you're kind of being deflective. I am? Yeah, it seems like I got, I got all, when, all when ages. Did, when did he turn into a psychologist? None of your business, really. I got all ages. Pick an age, I got That's one. That's all you need That's to know. How it felt like you're like maybe in a, in a okay. fraternity lawsuit. I'm not like George Foreman. I can name their names. <laughs> yeah. I can actually There's Craig you. one, so you got Craig eight. two, Craig three. Eight's your youngest. 
his little love master. Yeah. <laughs> you got eight, and how old is the oldest? By the way, being the love master yeah. is not good for kids. No. My kid's in middle school. He's in band, and he's going, hey, baby. He's <laughs> oh, trying to no. imitate me. I'm feeling a little French horny. Somebody's got a tromboner. Suspended. Suspended for a week. <laughs> Lil Love Master is the best cartoon yeah. I've ever seen. Lil Love Master. the greatest. L I L. L I L Love Master. Yeah, his dad's pretty... busted gut. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so I like that. Uh, anyway, yeah, I got eight. Uh, and you're coaching 12, Little League. I got 12, uh, 17. Yeah, I coach football and 23. Yeah, wow. I coach. I've coached them all since the very beginning. I didn't have a dad. Yeah. And I, I you know, I'm trying to make up for I'm, I'm I was a delinquent. Major yeah. delinquent when I was a young, when I was thirteen I got arrested I'll never forget the cop says to me how would you like to end up like one of these guys on the poster I'm going at least he's wanted <laughs> <laughs> that's a true story that's hilarious and then you have the story of that guy that took you to the Redskins oh here we go here we uh, go here we go no it's a great story oh that's the father a, figure that's a great story somebody cared for you that's <laughs> Folks, this man is talking about I was kidnapped. You weren't kidnapped. You volunteered to go to the Redskins. Oh, my God. After you were kidnapped. Let's get it straight. <laughs> you got kidnapped later. You, but you the got last a game. time I was on here, I still I should show you the picture. So I told you. I should, oh, I, that's I right. I said that the guy had a handlebar mustache. Yeah. Yeah. And your fans sent me yeah. them with handlebar yes. mustaches. Loads of them. Yeah. Yes. They're all as insensitive as I am. Which is great. Yeah, they're yeah. they're just as sick as you are. Well, yeah. that's good. We need more isn't laughter. Ironic, like isn't that ironic? So the laughter that you cause on a show called The Morning Sickness helps yep. us with our with our with our, with our illness. Yeah, with our, isn't that with good? Our, with our sickness. See what you're saying. They counterbalance one. Another. And the key to it all is, yeah, we make you laugh, have a good time, but leave us alone. Leave us alone. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Leave me alone is my motto. Oh, I I can't stand. By the way, everybody's after uh, comedians now. Yeah, you know oh. the cancel culture. There's virtue signalers. The FCC's always been after us. That's why I had to go into Toledo and ask what words I can use. Right. As if, you know, what are the kids? They go, oh, it's about the kids. What do your kids see on TV? Rape, molestation, yeah. schoolyard shootings, death counts of COVID. You think I'm going to F them up with an F-bomb? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. He's going to be on top of a tower with a rifle. <laughs> Craig Shoemaker said the F word on Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> and Jimmy would just be like, oh, my God, that's great. He said the F word. I love you. sick of that. Holy cow, this is really fun. Nobody's ever done it. Let's do a song parody. Craig, another collab. Another collab. I shot the people. We just came up with a character this morning of Jimmy Fallon delivers news to Gold Star families. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen to this. Oh, my God. Remember your, remember your son? You're so great. Okay, he's not coming home. And then people, what's your chair doing? <laughs> a chair would stay. Yeah, he breaks bad like news to people. Like here. Does anybody know that reference? Oh, yeah. Was, oh, Raymond Burr, actually. <laughs> no, there's a new one. <laughs> I can pretend it's that side. one, but I'm talking about the old one. But anyway, the- uh, the new Ironside? I have a story about- They had a new Ironside for Ooh. a while. You know, I know this. I go I go up for all these parts. You were going to be Ironside? No, I wasn't going to be Ironside. I was going to be on the on, on Ironside. I wasn't going to be. I auditioned the guy yelling at Ironside. Yeah. I was up to play Kramer. I was up to play Kramer on Seinfeld. Is that right? I, oh, yeah. What I was happened? I was almost Uncle Joey on Full House. Really? Yes, these are all almost. That's why I'm playing yeah. a mall here in Desert Ridge. <laughs> <laughs> That's pathetic. So how close were you to Kramer? Do you know? That one I wasn't as close as Joe. you were, Uncle Joey, very close. I'm were you still friends tight with, with Jerry and Larry? No, no, not at all. You didn't know him at all. As a matter of fact, quite frankly, the script was horrific. The original. Oh, it was horrific. Yeah, and Kramer fact, was the first no, year, weird. The, no, there was none of that. Elaine wasn't even the first yeah. year, and she's the greatest actress in the history of television. Oh, she's hilarious. The best. Lucille yeah. Ball funny. She's, yeah. it, she's better yeah. than Lucille. Yeah, her I mean, timing's ridiculous. Oh, she's yeah. a veep. She's, I think she's the best 
comedic actress yeah. in history. And Veep is ridiculous. And Veep is so yeah. funny. Yeah. She's, but she wasn't even on. It was Lee Garlington played the waitress, and she had a few lines, and that was it for the first year. But the first episode, I remember I read the script. I'm going, it's about losing socks in a dryer? What? Yeah. You know, yeah. and then Kramer would just walk in. He didn't have that walk in, and, and none of that stuff happened. Yeah. But, but it wasn't because you guys were friends with Larry. No, no, Larry. no, no. I just got the audition. I had a lot of auditions that I was up for. And that, when you went and, on that, was there anyone else there that you uh, knew that was uh, – you know, going for it. I think, yeah, I or think it was all. I think one of the Baldwin's was uh, Alec. No, Zeppo. <laughs> Zeppo. Zeppo. <laughs> Zeppo. He was close. I heard he was very, yeah, he was very yeah, close. Very yeah. close. Yeah. I remember one time there was a Baldwin ahead of me in an audition, and they and I he comes out of the door and they ran after him. I'm going. Well, I didn't get that part. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, because when you're related yeah. to somebody, you know somebody. You all, it always ups your odds. Absolutely. Of something. How crazy is that? What uh, what auditions did you get that went to pilot and never like something? You're like, oh, this is it. The shoe is going to be a superstar. Yeah, there's been a few of those. Yeah. I've had more failures though that I no like to discuss right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to. One time I had. Me. One time I had. Do you have a couple minutes here. Sure. Oh yeah. One time. How I do get, you know? <laughs> you We've never said no. I'll tell him no. You don't tell him no. You're going to make me falsely uncomfortable when I have to break Take the news that we're done. Take your time. Brady's oh, got all day. You two will go. Thanks for coming. When I first got to L.A., I was, you know, pretty, you know, hot. You know, the hot comic who's moving right. out from the East Coast. So they gave me a deal, a uh, contract player for NBC. So I was like, nice. you know, signed by NBC to be a contract player. Now, I assume that meant I had a goal my whole life was to have – my name in a parking spot at a yeah. studio. You know what I mean? You have cool. these little goals. I'm going, that would be the coolest thing. So the very first day after I signed the contract, it's a lot of money, by the way. I bought a car. Wow. I bought a Lincoln Mark 7 with one of those big wheel wheels. Oh, I nice. Forgot, some big and classy. I forgot I wasn't in South Philly anymore. <laughs> no like, one was impressed. <laughs> no one was impressed. I'm tooling around this big old, oh. like, look like a cutlass, you know, it's like one of those things. Yeah. I had a phone put in it. And you you're know, like 23, 24. Yeah, yeah. Go? I'm like young Spoke guy. Rims. Yeah. Oh, I'm the man. I yeah. pull up to the gate. I go, Craig Shoemaker, I'm here for my parking spot. He goes, what parking spot? I said, I'm the new NBC contract player. Oh, God. And he doesn't see my name on the list. I said, perhaps there's a mistake. I just signed a contract. <laughs> I'm looking for my parking space. He said, contract player? He goes, yeah, go take your spot next to Judy Garland and Mickey Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like the MGM days. <laughs> the contract MGM guy. So, and that so, kind of, it humbles you fast. No, this is what humbled me. Uh-oh. So it came down to, uh, like, I wasn't getting anything. Because <laughs> I was so cocky, and yeah. overly cocky. Would you have liked this version of you today? If you met that Craig, would you? what would you say? Oh, I'd hate him. Would you? Oh, I'd hate this guy. He's so arrogant, douche. Yeah. yeah, and I just thought I'd bought a house. I was like the man. Right. You know, and I go, uh, I had a new girlfriend, get the house with the girlfriend, the whole deal, Hollywood oh, actress, the right. whole the whole deal. Who was it? I'll get back. Jennifer Craig. <laughs> <laughs> the first time. Yeah. Oh, right. So it, it, it culminated into, it's called a test deal. Yeah. It's screen test. It's not a screen. You're not on a screen. But the test deal told me what I was going to make. This is back in the day, too, in the 90s. It says, you will make, if you get this part, you will make $15,000 a week. Back then, that was enormous money ridiculous. for a minimum of 13 weeks because the show is produced by Mel Brooks, right? And uh, and it was Brandon Tartikoff, the head of NBC. Anyway, it was a big deal. Wow. And it had Harvey Corman and Cloris Leachman, both legends when I was growing Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Cloris Leachman was on Mary Tyler Moore and, uh, of Young course, Frank Harvey Corman. Yeah. yeah, all of that, right? right? So I'm going, Wow. This is unbelievable. I mean, I love Mel Brooks. Young Frankenstein is one of my favorite all-time. It's amazing. 
So I'm all cocky. I go to the NBC office, right? And it's between me and one other guy. And it's called Nuthouse. It's a show called, show called Nuthouse. Minimum 13 episodes. Even if they cancel it, you get right, paid. Right, you still get paid. So I go in. I'm flirting with the waitress. They hand me new sides, you know, the script. I'm, I'm, I'm ignoring them. You know, I right. put some ink on there. You know, I circled a couple <laughs> things. I, you know I'm the new NBC contract player. <laughs> so I'm trying to impress her, right? <laughs> See that car out there? <laughs> that's, my, that's my car with the big yeah. wheel in the back. So, you know, the trunk with the big wheel. That, oh, that, 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 you know what I'm saying? Where you oh, put yeah. the spare. Oh, yeah. But it's metal. For a some big metal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was my car. Oh. And I'm going, take, I was just I was not concerned with that because I knew <laughs> I had it because this guy's not a contract player. Sure. I am the guy I'm against. He walks out. I'm like, hey, how you doing, buddy? I walked in. I went into full panic attack. Oh, no. I started dripping sweat. I, it was like I my I have large pores anyway. I, I, I've had a facial. They found a bar of soap. <laughs> it's, it's like I am dripping and dripping because it's because it's it's Brandon Tartikoff, head of NBC. They're the there, of, the head of casting. Oh, in the room in an oh. office. Bre- Mel Brooks. Now they didn't introduce me as the NBC contract player. I was very sure. upset about right. that. So now I am shaking like Catherine Hepburn in a windstorm. I'm like my paper. I'm holding the holding the paper. I'm shaking. I'm sweating. Literally, there you could have heard you heard the drop go on the paper from my face. Oh, I just, it went sweat. plop, plop. The, oh. the ink is smearing. Everything is going wrong. Right, I'm nervous. I'm fumbling the words. They're staring at me. It's getting worse and worse. And then there's a phone call in the script. And instead of miming a call, I picked up an office phone. I didn't have the pre- there's an office phone. <laughs> I didn't have the presence of mind to change to change the. <laughs> Oh, you know, you're just the line the direction. So someone's on the line. I go and I'm delivering my lines into into the phone where there's someone in another office on a call, and I'm interrupting their call. I go, "Hello, Nuthouse." I go, "I'm on the line. You hear me? I'm on the line." I go, "Mr. Nuts, not here. He's upstairs eating a nut butter sandwich." Oh, and the guy goes, "Do you hear me? I'm on the line. I'm on the line." He's screaming at me, and I'm getting heckled in my ear on the phone. And, and, so he's, and I go, well, he would be here, but Mr. Mister Nuts, but really going nuts. And I'm doing this whole, I'm delivering every line into oh. this. And the guy goes, I'm on the phone. You hear me? I'm on. Get the F off the effing phone. <laughs> he screams it. The whole place heard it. He heard it go throughout the ear oh. and into the room. And uh, and I that, and they all just stared at me. And uh, that was it. And you lost your contract. Oh, oh yeah. But the show never took off, so who cares? Well, I can't. 15 episodes. Well, you still could have gotten the I would have got paid for That's 13 right. episodes, yeah. yeah. That's, who got it, do you know? Yeah, this guy, uh, he ended up doing a few things. We could look him up. McNamara was his name. That's that's his last name. I can't know. I'm blanking on maybe Rob McNamara. He's an actor. But, huh. uh, yeah, real good-looking guy. Huh. You know, probably, I think he might have been in, like, Dead Poets or something. Oh, I no mean, kidding. I, I One of those. So. He's, done, he's done, done a bunch of stuff. This year. You could look that's him a up, shame. But, Anyway, he was, he that's, that's why guy. I lost. He was, oh, yeah, he got. Who's the, the actress you were dating? And that's not important. You said you'd get back to it. Okay. Well, I said I'd get back to telling you I'm not going to tell you. Still not there. She was on a show back. Then. What show? Just the ten of us. Oh, it was uh, I, I Jamie. On, I, wrote, uh, I wrote on that show. No, it couldn't have been Jamie. What's her name? I she was too believe, young. I cannot believe. No, no. Oh. This S- dude is Sundergard or something like I that. I had what no was idea. Name? He was. He was this much. He's oh, like I'm autistic. Yeah. TV. It's it was Jamie. Rain. Was her yeah, the they, redhead they, they, with they, the huge cans? Couldn't have been the redhead. She was seventeen. Yeah, You were young. Definitely had different time. And hit her eighteenth birthday. He couldn't have. Couldn't have been her. Because that was Bill. Been the redhead. Kirsch. Bill Kirkenbauer. Kirkenbauer. That was the dad on that. He was very big on make me laugh. Yeah. 
make me. Bill Kirkenbauer had the show and he raised ten kids and it was like a dead mom or something. Uh, and you were nailing. No, the, no, no, you were the, nailing the oldest girl on that. No, no, no. Uh, no would you take nailing out? <laughs> All right, well, you're, you're rolling <laughs> around. Do, does everything have taking to around be, to dinner? Uh, you're the carpenter. <laughs> you were wrestling. Yeah. You were screwing, drilling. All right, well, I don't nailing. know. Where, you said you had the Hollywood you were actress. You the bottom out of that one, right? Jamie uh, forgot her name. She was gorgeous. Good, good kill. I did not kill that. Okay. Jamie not Farr. Her. All right. Not Jamie Farr, no. That was earlier. <laughs> Jamie Farr. That was when he auditioned. He actually auditioned for Aftermath and didn't get that. And Harry Morgan and Jamie Farr took him out. He got on Jamie. He loves the name Jamie. That's all it takes. Was it her? Am I right? No, it was not her. Which one and was you're it? you're a freak. <laughs> it was. I you know tell. a show a, that oh, lasted right. a couple like a minutes? Week. Just the 10 of us with that girl on it? I watched Craig. every week. Huh? You, you I, oh, it's great because oh. of her, because the girl you were with. I will tell I've you, I've never heard yeah. of that, that girl. Show. Would come to our house. That Jamie girl, an unbelievable, insane, like, so hot looking, and yeah. she was a virgin at the time. A nice work. And I tried to fix her up with. Oh, this is a little trivia. I've never said this before. Oh God! I tried to fix her up with the comedian Todd Glass. <laughs> <laughs> that dead serious. How did, did, did that you, you I invited him over. You didn't know. Invited him over. I said maybe this guy will be your virginity guy. <laughs> So, so Todd, you tried to t- have. I tried to fix Todd up. He was my old roommate in Philadelphia, yes, and right. you had no idea. He moved into my my apartment. Uh, his mom used to tell me, uh, "Todd without a vacuum is a drug drug addict without a fix," and she was right. <laughs> he just vacuumed all day. He vacuumed his way out of the place. I was afraid to step on the carpet because I would make footprints like Sasquatch. <laughs> what are you doing? And he, and he'd what make are you the doing? What are you doing here? I vacuum. He vacuumed his way out of the place. And then I, I, it was like upstairs, downstairs. I would hear him come home. I was so frightened of him. And he wasn't mean or anything. He just would crazy. do. No, he was crazy clean. Yeah. I would hear. He's cleaning constantly. He's cleaning constantly. And so. There's, your, there's the Nuthouse kid. Brian McNamara. Brian, Brian McNamara. McNamara. Oh, I know yeah. Brian. What did he go on He's to great. do? He's great. Yeah. See, he was Charles Nutt. That was almost. He deserved me. it. Yeah. If I was, if I had any sort of dignity. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Um. Well, uh, uh, but anyway, contrary so, to what Brady says, we're so out of time. I try, I try to fix up. Todd. <laughs> Tell us another story. People don't know, know about Todd. Now. He's gay. Yeah, he's a gay guy. Yes, but I didn't know that at the time. I also tried to get him a, a prostitute. Oh. This, is, this is he'll he'll verify this story. I tried to yeah. get him a prostitute, not a real prostitute, but somebody that would do it, you know, for money. That's a prostitute. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, what's the difference? Exactly. <laughs> okay. She was a waitress at a club. I said, can you do this for the guy? He's a virgin. I'll give you 100 bucks. I said, just show up at my place. And and this is back in the days of no cell phones. He had a long cord literally in a closet at our place. And I'm talking to him on the phone because I was somewhere else. I go, she's knocking on the door. He goes, tell her to go away. He was in the, closet, in the closet. Literally in the closet. <laughs> and I didn't get the clue that he was saying, go tell her to go away because he's actually in the closet. Oh, my God. Oh my God. How metaphoric is that? Wild. <laughs> yes. You well, bring out these stories of me that well, I, I, you know, I just pray that people are not here. Well, Todd's still talking to you, right? <laughs> huh? We yeah, talked yeah, to Todd yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's off I mean, doing he'll, he'll admit that story. Oh, sure. I mean, yes, it's a classic. Craig Shoemaker's at CB Live at Desert Ridge. Not on the Nut House. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's where you need to go. <laughs> CBLive.com. Craig, always a pleasure. Let's pack it tonight. I love opening All right. Yeah, Thursdays are good. Show. Yeah, Thursdays are really cool. Yeah, it's like a good that. night to go out and have fun if you yeah, got I tomorrow. I do a long show, and believe me, I got a lot of frustration going on. <laughs> get it out. I get it out. All right. This is cathartic. The good For stuff all of coming. us, let's all have a good laugh together. There it is. And feel better. All right, Craig, nice job. Thank you very much. Craig Shoemaker, everybody. It's 98. Good guy, Craig. Uh, Craig Shoemaker won't leave, uh, and there's a reason why. He hasn't he's not just, done promoting I want to know. It's not the promotion. I want to know if 
if my time on here where I lose friends, you know how many friends I've lost? <laughs> Let's make a list. Hey, we got a couple. We got Kayla Jenner. That's... We got Kayla Jenner's assistant. But we got a lot of people I've lost of the, the friendships, but just sure. by telling you stories to entertain you, right? Right, and they're Mel great. Brooks is no longer my friend. Well, Mel Brooks, you didn't much but, time left anyway. Yes, <laughs> it's true. So I, I want to know listen. if this was worth it. I want to see if I can get Instagram followers. Okay. So now I'm, I know how many are there now. Let's see how many official Craig Shoemaker. Oh, I see what you're doing. You're it's, making a game out of it. It's it's Shoemaker, not Schumacher. There's right. no umlaut. I'm off the right. boat from Bavaria. <laughs> yeah. okay. official, it's official you, Craig Shoemaker on Instagram. On Instagram. And right. The Love Master on Twitter. Now At let's see Master. if I gain any, yeah. any people. So I okay. will tell the listeners now. And Facebook, obviously. To send your dick pics to official Craig no, Shoemaker no. at Instagram. Or mustache, mustache photos. Mustache. Either that or, <laughs> yeah. press, or pressing someone's head down to get those last two <laughs> or inches. Or maybe just to try to spark the post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, Washington, D.C. hotels and a picture of the Redskins logo. <laughs> 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 Gotta go, everybody. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Come on. We're pals. That's all right. You share. I don't understand the callback on that. <laughs> I know. There's no context. You should not go. have told. Well, people understand. I have let it go. I've moved on. I know. I, I know. Find it now fascinating. you brought it back. Oh, I'm, you get the PTSD now? Way, you know where I'm going right now? Nordstrom. My hotel room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send John Riggins over. It'll be great. Uh, official Craig Shoemaker. <laughs> official Craig Shoemaker at Instagram. Send him something horrible and prove uh, that this was all worth his time. We got a, a FanDuel Super Picks coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, it's 98 KUPD. There goes Craig Shoemaker. All right. Shine down right there. It's the sound of madness. And uh, it's been madness with the, uh, the FanDuel bets for uh, us here in the building. The FanDuel bets have been bad. And we've been doing them every Thursday for the last 21 weeks. Brett and I both finally said, you know, I've done okay with home bets. But the right. the on-air bets, right. damn, one That's for me. 21 weeks. Did I get two? Maybe I got two because I got that Freddie Freeman no, bet in the two. World Series. So you I'm two, two for 21. Yeah, I'm You're one, one for 21. <laughs> I Brady's, got five. You got five wins? Yeah. They're How many all did you small, get? You like two, two or three tops? Yeah. We've been but... horrible at this. Just I didn't for... make big money. But let me tell you something, boys. You haven't lived until you've done what I did. Remember how I always say uh, parlays are, are Latin for you'll miss by one? Yeah. Guess what I did? I conquered a parlay. Nice. Eight-legger. Wow. $9,261. I missed all eight legs. Hey! <laughs> Try that on. It's almost impossible. It's harder to do than getting them. I missed all eight legs of an NBA 18 parlay. <laughs> what a... Bad game. Warriors covered the spread. Had them not covering a 15-and-a-half-point spread. I had the Knicks beating the Timberwolves. They lost. The Wizards were going to win on the money line. They lost. I had it was one after another. Steph Curry had to have like 35. He had 30-something. I'm like, oh, I'm dying. Dying. All eight legs came up with red check marks Man, next to them. That is get hard to do. Harder than the seven for one winning. 9200 bucks on a $100 bet. <laughs> I got stomped. So FanDuel, you're making, you're making, this is the fun of it. There's nothing on television right now. I'm watching Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. Started that last night. I enjoy Ricky. That show is depressing. There's no way around it. It's very funny, but it's depressing. It's really the only thing I got going on for TV other than sports. And I'm watching the Celtics and Timberwolves play, the Warriors-Nuggets game. I'm watching games I wouldn't watch, and I'm enjoying it. And if it wasn't for FanDuel, I wouldn't have any interest in this stuff. It is making life better 
even it though it's costing me a fortune. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it does. It's almost like I'm paying a new cable bill to watch things I wouldn't have watched before. I can get I, rid of all my streaming services because I don't stream anything anymore. I've it's, been even money. So you, you'll win one, good. and then I'll bet, I'll bet all those winnings on the next three yeah. and lose it. So. I went back to even money for a little while. And then uh, lately, this eight-leg parlay thing has pretty much been all of January. It's like, wow, I can't Was it you that one. sent us the 17-leg one yeah. over the last, was it the last I only missed that by season? two. That was $296,000. Wow. Oh. 17, all 17. All 17-leg And I 17-leg parlay, and I picked money lines in some six, point. Did that take you every, I had an extra one. I had, I had a money line and a, a, That's a what it was. plus minus Se- on one of the same game. I remember 17 right. legs. I took the money line on a team to win, and it was actually uh, Jacksonville beating Indianapolis, I think, if it was that week, because I did it again the next week. And then I took the also the points. Back. So that was why it was 17, and there was a couple other little bets in there. But 90, it was 296000 on a $100 bet. And the reason I knew that because my buddy Winston goes, give this a run. And he sent me a thing. It was like $305,000, and I'm like, what the? Did and he, he goes, bet that? Well, he did all games by points. Wow. And I think his bet was 10 bucks. And the payoff was like three hundred thousand dollars, and I'm like, that's kind of worth trying. For and ten then, bucks, yeah, I, I missed by two. I got two misses, actually three. I'm sorry, Miami screwed me. But uh, I got to get back on a roll here, Brad. I'm going to start with you since you are cellar dwelling in our Fanduel oh, yeah, charity yeah. super picks, our philanthropic Fanduel moments of let's give every charity nothing. Yeah, exactly. We're going to be the charity if we keep it up. Pretty much. Uh, what do you got this week? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do a same game parlay. What the hell? I, what do I got to lose besides you'll miss, you'll miss nothing? By one. You'll miss by one. Uh, I got. I'll do the Suns. Crowder ten plus. Chris Paul ten plus, and Mikel Bridges fifteen plus. That's What's the odds on that one. Uh, plus thirteen forty seven. Okay, not bad. Toledo, what do you got? I'm doing the same thing. The uh, suggested parlay bets. Two hundred twenty two people are currently on this bet, John. Devin Booker under 26.5 points. Chris Paul under 14.5 points. Jay Crowder over 9.5. Mikhail Bridges over 10.5. 11.16 plus, so it gives gives me 120 bucks. Suns Mavericks tonight. Not bad. Mikhail's got his work cut out for him. That's going to be a tough yeah. one. Brady? My SGP for the Suns Mavs. That same game parlay. To all you folk, don't speak Brady's language. <laughs> Crowder plus 10. Uh, Chris Paul 8 plus assists. That's Devin Booker, 25-plus, and three-plus threes. From Devin. From Devin. I like that bet. Crowder's the tough one there because he's got, again, it depends on who's guarding Luka. Right. And Porzingis as well because McGee will be in foul trouble against him, so they'll move Crowder over there. It's plus 563. So, Of course, they got Bismarck Biombo now, so maybe if McGee gets in trouble. Uh, for the year, they remember they just signed Bismarck. Him off he's 10, been amazing. I don't know how contract. McDonald's hasn't gotten a Bismarck, uh, the the Bismack, uh, Phoenix burgers. You get on it. I, why do I have to be a marketing expert hey, for all these Travis places? Scott meal. Why right. can't we? Have Where's a my local Bismack yeah. Biombo combo? Bismack Biombo combo. Did I just make it happen? Rolls. Am I the only one thinking in the McDonald's marketing department? Uh, I'm going back to basics. This one gave me uh, seven wins so far this year. And I've missed it a few times, too, but it's time for him to get it. Jay Crowder, first basket, plus 650. How many times have you gotten that? I got seven on him so far for the whole season. Uh, but I've lost a few, too. And the other day I had Mikel Bridges for the first basket on Sunday, and it was 1500 bucks. Mikel lines up, three, takes the first shot. I'm standing in the hallway of the house, and then you just hear, Mother <laughs> It went in and out. And uh, stupid... Bastard. <laughs> I just want to jump through my TV and wring his neck. I'm like, just hit one shot. 
You were wide open. Do you think those guys know that on the first shot? That they're, they're not Well, just no matter what. Whatever playing, yes, you know, because you, you do all these bets. Yes, 1,500 if you hit the first shot. Oh, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. How, how did you miss this one, Brady? There's a golfer named Taylor Gooch. Gooch! Yeah. He's plus 2,200 at the American Express Tour this weekend. I don't know how you bet golf. I, I don't either. I yes. just assume There's you, too many people that can win. Is that betting him to win or, yeah. or show? Yeah, betting or, to win. Like ponies? Yeah. Shows up. Yeah. It's just, it's, it makes an appearance. It's 2200 bucks. I'm on there, too, for 500000 right. if I show up at the tournament. Damn it. John yeah. showed up. I, I didn't know. I bet that. against I him. Yeah, you pick your guy. Yeah. Well, FanDuel has made it more fun, except for Brett, who hasn't experienced any wins. <laughs> I got one. Wow. He did get one. Yeah. And it, it was, was exciting. It was $26, yeah, if I remember. It was right. really exciting. You should start doing what I do and bet on Pacers and uh, Pistons games. <laughs> it's like, what? Let's go. Well, it's entertainment. Oh, it's on. I'm like, why not? It's on TV? It's on the NBA If I'm going to watch it. I'm watching. I might as well make it worth something. I'm going to need text uh, next up to 5334. Yeah. <laughs> Always bring that up because I think <laughs> you're on the verge. I, I, I get, I've never gone to win it, but I'm back to you. And it's made it so much more fun. So I'm glad they're here. Suns Mavericks tonight. you got the playoffs this weekend. Did the Bengals win, Brady? Do the Bengals win this weekend? Yeah. Oh. They have no chance, man. That's what That's I think. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, I like Brady's the only one with a horse in the race. Bet against it. Uh, it's 9.55. We've got an entertainment drill coming up next. It's 98. Oh, yeah. She was on Melrose Place, too. <laughs> Imagine what we're talking about. <laughs> I beat off to that. Uh, it is uh, 9.58, and it's time now for Brady to give you all the entertaining news that only Brady knows. We call this the entertainment drill, appropriately so. Brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. A guy emailed me yesterday and said, since you're uh, so afraid of needles, maybe they should do needle defense. Ooh, man, that would be the single worst way to attack me is to come at me with a syringe. And the reason I uh, I would feel that is because I actually remember uh, what was it Astro World where there was supposedly some yeah. guy stabbing with a syringe and then uh, there was a guy downtown a few years ago that well uh, you walked by him he was laying on the ground it was way back it was when the Patriots Park still was going on downtown Phoenix oh, that says that explains yeah, exactly. it all right there you were, you were going to get stabbed yeah. with a needle but the guy was jumping out of like this little uh, stairwell down to a parking garage and was trying to stab people with a hypodermic. I, that is came here to give you the AIDS. I'd rather see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know if I got needles. I, I have knife, machete, axe, gun. Even uh, make me less queasy than somebody coming at me so with you, a needle. Do you do oh. the movie sandwich thing with with a with a uh, machete? That's right. Yeah, you just grab the blade. That's the yeah. smartest thing yeah. you could ever do. <laughs> like a movie. <laughs> yeah, and and also try to catch a bullet, Toledo. That's what they teach you at Dick Toledo's <laughs> dumbest self defense school ever. <laughs> You know, at the end of Toledo self-defense, uh, you won't ever have to worry about a thing again because you'll be dead. Got a one-time one class. special. Yeah. <laughs> it's one, one class is all you'll need <laughs> to know exactly how this whole situation comes to an end, and mighty quick. No, that is funny, though, because a lot of people do that first, first reaction is to grab the weapon. Right. And then they end up getting all chopped up from that. And this teaches you to destroy the operator. Love the phrase, destroy the operator. If you find yourself in a situation where... You can't de-escalate, and you can't get out of there. You can't run. That's always option one. You are in a spot. You have to know what to do. And uh, knife attacks scare me more than anything else. Needles, everything else. You, if you're close enough to get stabbed with a needle, you're close enough to knock somebody stiff. And keep in mind, somebody trying to stab you with a needle only has one good punch in hand. So destroy the operator. And uh, they're busy trying to stab you with something. That other hand can't do anything. Muscles don't work that way. Uh, and they teach you all sorts of ways to be like, look, if somebody wants to do harm to you, 
you have to be the one with the same mentality going back. And man, oh man, is it exhilarating to go through those drills. We have a blast with that. On top of it all, just uh, running around, getting in great shape with all the training they got there. Their elite uh, performance, their training up there. You look into that on the website. You'll be knocked out on what they do there. We do the coreboard uh, fighting thing. That It's just so much fun. They, they come up with so many creative ways to keep the gym an exciting place. And again, your resolution probably faded by now to stay in shape. I know for a fact, I know four people whose dry January has ended before the 10th. So uh, resolutions, yeah. <laughs> Who? You? A couple downstairs. Oh, no kidding. Oh, yeah, Jill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you had dry January and a fourth just guzzling <laughs> wine with everybody else. Uh, so resolutions don't work. Life changes do. And you got to find something you're interested in. You'll be interested. Check it out. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. The rift between Britney Spears and her sister Jamie Lynn just jumped off the social media into the courts. Why do we know everything? She sent her sister a cease and desist. This is a sister fighting with another sister, and we have all the info because the one that had the conservatorship against her needs one against her. She's insane. She's a loose cannon. She can't control her own life, and she doesn't know how to correspond with her anyone. Well, her sister Jamie Lynn has the book coming out. And she's putting these stories out basically to sell copies of the book. Sure. And that's what the season is. Because she's trying to write a book saying, hey, we weren't that far off keeping her uh, at bay. And maybe her dad's an idiot. They're all hillbillies. People forget. Yeah. They they come from hillbilly Louisiana. So they're coming out of the trailers and living in mansions. They're the Beverly Hillbillies. And of course, they're going to make mistakes with money and dad steals Or they're super geniuses. And by Britney doing this, exposes uh, it sells even more books. Right. Well, Jamie Lynn has taken advantage of the timing, that's for sure. The whole family's goofy. But I said it all along. There's a reason why 11 court decisions went against Britney on somebody should be watching you. Somebody should be keeping an eye on you. And then finally, when they didn't, look what happened. She gets naked. She starts spinning around on Instagram. I'm not against No that, problems there. But she's dirty. Her hair's unwashed. She looks like a homeless person in a mansion. She's lost her mind. We had a celebrity death. This one was sudden. Uh, one of the stars of Marvel's new... Moon Knight series on Disney Plus. Tragic skiing accident. French actor Gaspard Ulil. Nailed it. Can't be right. It just sounded like you were chilling. Ulil. I don't know. Um, he suffered a head injury during a collision on the slopes in this ski resort in France on Tuesday. Nothing out of breath. Yeah. 37 we years old. talked about this earlier. Oh, that's right. I forgot. We already <laughs> spoiled it already? Damn it. No, no, you guys did. I forgot. Yes. That's right. Gaspard was also, he played Hannibal Lecter in the movie Hannibal Rising. Oh, no kidding. But he's in this uh, Moon Knight, which uh, it's a six-episode series that debuts in March, starring Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. That was the big trailer during the uh, Cardinals-Rams game. Which one was World it? World premiere trailer, Moon Knight. I said I was. Oh, sure that's that right. Brady that Brady was, was going to make jokes up. to yeah. make Brett laugh. Was what's the Brady stymied me? What was the other terrible one that <laughs> they jumped out of the plane and climbed the cargo back oh, into the right. plane? And I'm like, if America's gotten this stupid for entertainment, I'm off. I'm done. Let that zoom stay. There's nine Fast and Furiouses. Of I course, know. we've gotten Man, that stupid. You're right. You're absolutely right. Where they jump cars into other cars and they get out in the yeah. air. Oh man. A couple other trailers to check out. Um, Showtime docuseries about Bill Cosby. We need to talk about Cosby. Yeah. And then there's uh, Sophia Vergara's role. She plays the Colombian drug lord, Grisilda Blanco. Yeah, they showed a picture of her. She looks crazy different. And and not in a good way. Like, we don't want ugly Sophia Vergara. She can barely act when she's pretty. 
little background on Amazon's new Lord of the Rings series called the the Rings of Power. It'll be about the forging of the rings and the rise of the Dark Lord Sauron. All right. Better than The Hobbit. It'll come out in September. There she is. Yeah, it's it's not the version of Sofia Vergara you want. No. And she's going to try her acting chops out. You know what it reminds me of? Remember when Ashton Kutcher tried to be Steve Jobs? And you're like, no, you're just pretty and you do dumb Sorry, stuff. Dude. Go back and do the ranch. Yeah, go be cute somewhere. Stop trying to be something talented because it's not. You're over your head. I think she might be okay. She definitely though. looks a little bit better than um, the, real the original. One. Yeah, the real lady's hideous. So, she was yeah. a mean lady. <laughs> NBC Sports announcers aren't going to China to call the Olympics. You're going to do it on TV. In Connecticut, in a facility in Connecticut. But Tariko will be in attendance for the opening ceremony, but he has to leave pretty much right afterwards because he's... Is this a Biden thing? Biden or he's hosting no? the Super Bowl. Oh, that'll do it. So the opening ceremonies are the fourth. He's got a couple of days. They are? Yeah. So they're overlapping Super Bowl and Olympic stuff? I thought it started the week after. No, oh, it starts a week before. That's an awful lot. That's too much. That's what I was saying on the... Yeah. Because normally they start around Valentine's Day, the Olympics. So they're starting a little earlier. Here's a little... Uh, I'll leave you with a little rock gossip. Slipknot member, member uh, Sid Wilson mm-hmm. is dating Kelly Osborne. Oh. Is that bad? No. The ironic part is, Brady, that dating my daughter, you'd think that she'd be the one that had to wear the mask in order to get a date. It's amazing. The Slipknot guy did it. And he, can, he must be visually impaired inside the, uh, the, the, the gear over, over his face then. I, would, I, wouldn't, I don't even like being Kelly's dad and not wearing a mask in public. I would wear a disguise too if I was dating <laughs> Kelly. Ozzy, that's our daughter. Look, Sam, you got you to look her in the eyes and realize what we created wasn't good. Oh, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'd f*** Jack first as a, if I was the Slipknot guy. His head looks like pubes. Now you're going to have to issue an apology, Ozzy. For what? They're my kids, for Christ's sake. Doesn't matter. I can call my f- kids ugly if I want to. Who am I apologizing to? Who's offending, my, who's offending her parents? It's me. Thanks, off. All right, let's get out of here. We're all done. Uh, it's 10.07. Larry's coming up in just moments, and he's going to have, uh, I think, tools tomorrow, right? And he told me he's got it a couple is. last second shots for you. So listen to Larry for uh, tool tickets. That's it. We're done. You guys have a good Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever friends. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.